Welcome back to a special edition of the Truth Hurts, where we expose corrupt politicians and lying corporate media. We're going to have a fun time diagnosing and giving color commentary on tonight's Republican debate. We're broadcasting just west of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, over in Minnesota, Roseville, Minnesota, to be precise, in the heart of the beast. Joining me, as always, the political junkies. On my left, Mega Jesse. How you doing there, buddy? Oh, yeah. No, I'm doing good. I think that I think the debate's going to be pretty interesting. I think that we'll see who the winners and losers are. I think that DeSantis, this might be his one and only debate. We'll see what goes on there. I'm excited, but, you know, I'm also angry and upset at the fact that Perry Johnson and Larry Elder were unfairly excluded from this debate. This debate is rigged. Hey, we'll get right into that, too. On my right, they call him the blonde young Matt Walsh. We call him Mr. Straight-Laced William. How you doing there, buddy? I think we're a little bit further west than just west of Milwaukee, don't you think? We're west of Milwaukee. That's all we. That's <laughs> technically true. It's technically and true. north doesn't mm-hmm. matter. <laughs> that's where it's being broadcast live tonight. Are we on Rumble? Are What's we that? on Rumble? What's that? Are we on Rumble right now? Are we on Rumble? Why are people saying we're not on Rumble? I'm not seeing it on Rumble, but if other people are, then I believe. I don't know. You gotta tell me. I'm not. Can you guys tell us if you can hear us right now? (laughs) 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 Running the dials, maybe is uh, Deep State himself, Mr. Dawson. Let us know for on Rumble. I guess. How would they know? Everything looks correct on my end. Um, Will you check the feed then on your computer there? uh, Yeah, it's spinning. It's the spinning. spinning? See, that was our concern. If we're on YouTube, that's fine. I guess you could tell people to go to YouTube. Because the comment section's still working on it. I mean, we can only control... We could, you know, is it time to have a beer? <laughs> <laughs> right. First one, we don't actually know what the drinking rules are. We couldn't even find a beer opener. We're doing the state fair. We had that all set up. This is... You know what this is? This is a curtain. Like for <laughs> studio curtain. Yeah. There's a little sample, and this is a slide. So there you go. It worked. This is um, this is our good friend Tucker's beer, Howenstein. And I don't know if I've ever had it. From New Ulm, Minnesota. You know... Rumble crashed. Rumble crashed? Yeah. Yeah, it has to be that. It has to. Cause... Tell people we're on, live on YouTube, okay? I can't even do that anymore. Oh, really? 500 service unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying wonderful. to load Rumble and everything's oh, being so no. slow. Oh, Rumble, no. if you want people to be on your site, make it work. Yeah. Good Lord. Oh, man. Well, tell people on Twitter, at least, that we're live on YouTube. YouTube's just Are like, we live on Facebook? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Okay. I don't really get an audience on hello, Facebook these hello, days. Hello, all yeah. three of you. Yep. Yeah, we can only control what we can control. That's true. And what we can't control, we drink. Uh, actually, my first step wasn't too bad. Since 1864, I'm not shocked by that. Um, if you guys are following along, tomorrow's the state fair. Dump Biden booth. You got to see it. We're actually getting a lot of vendors coming up to us and going, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So make sure you check us out. We're right across from the Ballpark Cafe. We're actually pretty close to the Republican Party booth. I'll tell you what. We're a lot more spicy than their booth. Wait, is the GOP? The GOP one isn't working either. Well, of course not. Yeah, of course. Well, Rumble's crashing. Our... The GOP debate's well, crashing. Yeah, I'm just looking up where else it is yeah, being streamed. It says that it's being streamed on uh, Fox Nation, which is the Fox business. Uh, you need I mean, a... the Fox streaming. I did yeah, have a Fox Nation account. That. I let it expire. Mm. I think I got a free trial for that. For something. Yeah, maybe we have to do a free trial. Um, um, so that's crazy. Rumble, what a massive fumble. Oh, wait. What do we got? We're back. We're back. We're live maybe. on Rumble right now. Maybe what? Yeah. Hold on. What do you? It's 
thinking. We're holding the whole show here. up for you. We're here. You're not holding it up for me. You're <laughs> holding it up for Rumble. Come on. <laughs> well, it looks I'm, like some of the comments just started popping up. Yeah, we're live. We're, we're, we're live again. We are live. Okay, so, hey, uh, Jesse. Never mind. What, we haven't been live the whole time, have we? Yes, we have. Have we really? Because this is the worst possible show. <laughs> I think this Rumble just How great again. of entertainment are we? Like, <laughs> oh, are we live? I don't know if we're live. Are we live? <laughs> Take a drink whenever Rumble goes down. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Let's go to uh, let's see if we can get the live feed from Rumble right now. I I'm I'm on it right now and this is what I see and nothing is changing. So it's that's gonna change once this thing's live. No, scroll down. There's a yeah, and that's what happens. <laughs> no, it's just five hundred three five. Okay, all right. Well, you stay on top of that. Yep. Otherwise, we might have to do a. You know, why don't you in the meantime, Dawson, just do a uh, get a free seven day subscription to Fox Nation. Just put Dale's credit card in. Free. <laughs> I'll be mad. I'll be like, I'm not giving those assholes a Fox anymore. <laughs> um, so not debating tonight, Trump. Also not debating tonight is Perry Johnson. What do you think about that there, uh, Jesse? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I also got my Perry Johnson hat. He's, He's not my number two guy. It. He's not wearing it. <laughs> yeah, but he's loyal. He's loyal to the foil. <laughs> you know, that's because, you know, neither of my guys are in this whole thing, you know. And also I like Larry Elder, too, and. Uh, considering what they've done to Perry Johnson, Perry Johnson qualified by every single metric. He should be in that debate. Uh, and some people don't know who he is. If we're if we're you know kind of in an intermediary spot right now, maybe we could play one of uh, his campaign ads or uh, that other video I sent you where he's calling the RNC I, the most corrupt should, organization. Yeah, but I don't think we should be playing an ad right now as we're trying yeah. to figure out if we, we can get the we, stream. We're so back. Our stream is fine. This, this is what, is what I see yeah. for the website that William gave me. Yeah, but I'd rather... Well, Yeah, but that? that's the video. Like, click on the video. So click on the video. Yeah, what do we got here? It's a trailer. Oh. Well, here, we let are. me find you a better link we then. We are. Rumble. <laughs> do you have to refresh that? No, I have been. Here, I'm... There's a... If you go to the Rumble homepage, you'll see the debate. Okay. Well, that's mm -hmm. a smart move by them. Yeah, no, it, it's the it's the top thing on on Rumble's website there. I, okay, so here, let me. All right. Uh, well, now that the comments are here and everyone can see us, Eric maybe I should say hello to everyone. To get some get some comments. What did you say more about Mort? Mort's on Facebook. Oh no kidding! Yeah, yeah. Right on. Okay. More so. joining us tomorrow on our show for Trump's arrest. This is what we got for this. I don't know what the heck is going on. Okay. So, so is are they just streaming the Fox? Well, that's probably what they're going to be doing. Yeah, no, I'm sure that they're just uh, putting in filler stuff for right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It looks good to me. Yeah, this is what you would imagine. Yep. Should I be listening to this here? I don't yeah. have audio up for it. Oh, it looks yeah. like we're getting started. Yeah, go ahead and put the audio on. Do you on. not have your headset? Oh, I guess I could take that one over there. Here we go. Welcome to the first debate of the 2024 Oh my god, he just hit the light again. <laughs> this is why I can't wear hats on set. <laughs> oh man. It's the same light, too. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, I wish we, go. we should have a cam for that. We're going to interrupt this because a lot. Our idea to give you commentary tonight was because Trump's not doing it. Trump's the entertainment, right? That's why the Fox execs were just begging for him to do it. So I think we're going to use our own discretion and figure out what you don't really want to hear. Like, quite frankly, every time Ada Hutchinson's talking, Mike Pence, you know, maybe if Mike Pence goes on a rant about how Ukraine becomes or comes before America, maybe we'll talk about that. Dawson, could you bump up the volume a little bit? Yep. There's your guy. 
Jackson. I heard a boo. Former Vice President Mike Pence. Boo. <laughs> There's so many boos. He looks happy to be there. Ah! No crutches. Oh, so and by the way, Doug know. Burgum went to the ER earlier today. Torres Achilles. Mm -hmm. Achilles tendon. Did you hear no, no clapping for Asa? Yep. I heard clapping. There was like one person. That was pretty sad. We all will hear this. Very pleasant. <laughs> Are we a so democracy? Candidates have a big opportunity to break out of the pack and to explain why they are best prepared to be the Republican choice for president. You know what Fox News says, Democrat democracy 24, president isn't that basically just taking the talking point of the left? That with Bidenomics, right? This is true. We call my plan Bidenomics. I'm not sure the men in them totally complimentary way at the time. <laughs> Who's they? But guess what? It's working. He doesn't know. But is it? More than 65% of Americans say the country is headed in the wrong direction. And here's the reality for some voters we talked to here in Wisconsin this week. We have noticed a dramatic increase in prices at the grocery store just across the board. Gas is high and food is high. A lot of people's out here homeless because they can't buy food. It's tough when you got mortgage rates at 78% versus 2 to 3. It's just you can't afford a house anymore. It's, inflation is, is ridiculous. It's killing us out here. As we sit here tonight, the number one song on the Billboard chart is called Rich Men North of Richmond. It is by a singer from Farmville, Virginia, named Oliver Anthony. His lyrics speak of alienation, of deep frustration with the state of government and of this country. Washington, D.C. is about 100 miles north of Richmond. These rich men north of Richmond, Lord knows they all just want to have total control. He's probably real mad because he's a Democrat, right there, William? Yeah. <laughs> That's what Are they you, say. I saw you abandon your fake news today. It's not fake news. That was totally fake news. I have a news. screenshot. A screenshot of someone's fake news. That's what it was. You're just a fax denier, Did Jake. you find it on Twitter? You're allergic to the truth. You s he gave us a tweet, supposedly, so that Santis, Oliver Anthony's praising Biden. Striking such a nerve in this country right now. Oh, there's a softball for you. Yeah. Well, first Our of all, I'd like to thank everyone. country is in decline. This decline is not inevitable. It's a choice. We need to Wait, send hold on. Joe Biden back to his statements. basement and nope. reverse. Yeah, but that's better. Decline. Opening statements suck. Opening statements suck, but it's yeah. weird not to do that. Oh, you got to get into it. Understanding we must oh. reverse Bidenomics so that middle class families have a chance to succeed again. We cannot succeed as a country if you are working hard and you can't afford groceries, a car, or a new home while Hunter Biden can make hundreds of thousands of dollars on lousy paintings. That is wrong. We it's actually not that lousy. We also cannot me. succeed when the Congress spends here. trillions and trillions of dollars. Those rich men north of Richmond have put us <laughs> in this situation. And finally, we need to lower your gas prices. We're going to open up all energy production. We will be energy dominant again in this country. I 
I showed it could be done in the state of Florida. This may as well I be pledge to you as your president, statement. we will get the job done, and I will not let you down. By the way, the <laughs> let's bring the audio yeah, down real quick. Big smile. Governor Christie, do you agree with Governor DeSantis just said there? Yeah, of course he does. This is the dumbest question to answer with. Uh, the rules tonight are if we have no drinking rules. If you do a Rumble Rant $10 or more, you create the drinking rules of the night. Ooh. So Rumble Rant $10 or more, you create the, the drinking rules. This is the dumbest question. Only Mike Pence could screw this question up, right? In the 24, but also by having someone who's had the experience of doing it. Now, I was elected as a conservative Republican in a blue state. With conservative is a strong, vote, strong word in that context. Against me the entire time, and we still, through hard, strong decision making, brought them around to our point of view. We cut taxes in New Jersey. We cut debt in New Jersey. All right. Brad Ganser sure says, that's not a rule. That's just a shot. Democratic ideas. We stood and All right. Them. And when the there you go, Brad. Ideas, we brought people together to make I'll do a shot of forward. beer. <laughs> Truth and accountability are the things we need to do to fight. <laughs> Howenstein, by the way. The Thanks to Tucker for recommending it. This is uh, Willett's bourbon. Very good. I love the bottle. Spending that's going on in Washington because every dollar they spend is a dollar that these people are not allowed to spend on their children. Hello to all 121 people watching. Yeah, thank you. Good stuff. Well, Governor, let me just follow up very quickly. New Jersey. Brad Hunter's art does not suck. It's not the worst thing in the world. Illinois, not worth a hundred thousand million dollars, but yeah, and. And that's what happens when you inherit a blue state that has done that. But when you look at what we did on debt, Brett, in that state, we cut debt in that state. Debt that had been left to us by <laughs> three Democratic gubernatorial predecessors of mine who ran up that debt tremendously. And what you also saw us do was to cut the unemployment rate in half. It was over 10 percent when I became governor in 2010. What we also did like over a was decade ago, dude. payments to public employees You're not relevant to make sure anymore. that taxpayers were not being soaked by a public employee union system that was <laughs> killing the taxpayer. Thank you, oh, wait. Tucker is right on the money. This is good Scott, stuff. Scott, I, I, I like this. I'll have to uh, get this more. also goes after welfare programs. As a senator, now President Biden argued for freezing federal spending, this was back in the 80s, and dealing with whoa, whoa. He Hunter's art is equivalent anymore. to Howenstein pond you senator, water. Though, for 10 years. So <laughs> this what stuff's have good. We tried to it, Brad. In the increasing size of government. Well, thank you for the question. Over the last several years, I've had an opportunity to vote against spending package after spending package after spending package. What we has also he? need to has understand really? is that Joe Biden's Biden nominees has led to the loss of $10,000 of spending power. For the average family, when you see me or does he look uncomfortable? Inflation, your gas is he always up 40%, looks like that. Your food is up what 20%. Is your he always looks like that. Oh, does he? We can stop that by turning the spigot off in Washington, sending the money back to the states, and allowing the decisions to be made at their own houses. I helped write the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act in 2017. We cut taxes for a single mom like the one that raised me by 70%. 
for dual households by 60%, returning to the average family $4,000. If you don't send it to Washington, we can't spend it. Rather That's Lavel good says news Chris for the never relevant. Okay, but me, just to, me, to follow up, you did, all of during the Trump administration, you approved uh, uh, 4.4 trillion, 4.1 trillion, 1.7 trillion over the course of that administration. There's no doubt that during the Trump administration, when we were dealing with the COVID virus, we spent more money. But here's what happened at the end of our time in the majority. We had Brad says Scott would make a good VP unemployment, three and a half percent for the majority of the I don't think he'd be the worst. 70 70 year low for women, African-Americans, Hispanics and Asians had a here's my question i mean i just i'm just gonna be honest with you guys this stuff bores the shit out of me honestly i just don't trust any of these guys when they say this stuff i'm sure this guy's voted for a lot of the spending in dc right that's all i hear as a politician this is the guy that i'm interested in he says he's gonna tell like it is he didn't mention you specifically but we'll be with you in a second mr vice president Ooh, mike pence being assertive <laughs> Listening to all of this, why should voters choose you? The one over person. More experienced politicians on this stage. Uh, you're for that reason alone. <laughs> blank slate for people. You're 38 years old. Uh, you've said that you only voted in two presidential elections before I didn't know this that. moment, this political race. Yeah. So first, let me just address a question that is on everybody's mind at home tonight. Who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name? And what the heck is he doing in the middle of this debate stage? I'll tell you, I'm not a politician, Brett. You're right about that. He looks like he's wearing a lot of money. My parents came to this country with so? no money 40 years ago. I have gone on to found multi-billion dollar companies. I so what I don't like about him is just raising so practice and rehearsed. In God. I wish that he just went into dream. it, you know, be real. And I am genuinely worried that that American dream will not exist for our two sons and their generation unless we do something about it. And I do think Brett is going to take an outsider. Because for a long time, we have professional politicians in the Republican Ooh. Party who have been running from okay. something. Now is our moment to start running to something. To our vision of what it means to be an American today. If you have a broken car, you don't turn over the keys to the people who broke it again. You hand it over to a new generation to actually fix the problem. That's why I'm in this race and we're just getting warmed up. It's a great pitch. to turn around this economy that we've heard all of these voters talking about tonight then mr ramaswamy who is a successful entrepreneur nationally right someone now, said there should be a drinking game of how many times she mentions well, I israel care about polls what i care about mm -hmm. the fact is that no one is telling the american people the truth the truth is we're not funding that israel didn't enough. do this to us our republicans did this to us too when they passed that 2.2 trillion dollar covid stimulus bill they left us with 90 million oh, people she would have voted for it she totally would have voted for people it. on food stamps no one has told you how to fix it i'll tell you how to fix it they need to stop the spending they need to stop the borrowing they need to eliminate the earmarks that the republicans brought back in and they need to make sure they understand these are taxpayer dollars it's not their dollars and while they're all saying this you have ron DeSantis, you've got tim scott <laughs> you've got mike pence they all voted to raise the debt and donald trump added eight trillion to our debt and our kids are never going to forgive us for this and so at the well end i don't day, disagree with her on that point See, she could say all look the at, right look things. at mega jesse no I'm, I'm trying to listen no, sorry. In earmarks, <laughs> democrats asked for 2.8 billion so you tell me who are the big spenders i think it's time for an accountant in the white house vice president pence is she an accountant by trade you were mentioned there 
54% of voters say the cost of groceries is a, quote, major problem for them. Right. You blame the Biden administration spending for that increase. But as vice president, your administration spent more than any prior, $7.8 trillion added to the national debt, $3.5 trillion of that before COVID. So does that mean that something, something, COVID, something, something? Well, first off, thanks for the question. Thanks for letting me respond to a re reference to our re administration's record. I'm incredibly proud of the record of the Trump-Pence administration. I mean, in four short years, we rebuilt our military. We revived our economy. We unleashed American energy. And we appointed three conservatives to the Supreme Court right, that so gave the American the question. people I'm a new drink. beginning for the right to life. Now, Martha, you asked earlier who's the most best prepared for this job. He's just literally say, dodging the question. To all of my friends on the stage, and even to one that's probably looking on, I think unquestionably I am the best prepared. I like what Billy says there. The most tested. Just the remember these lying sacks of sheep are going to say what we want to hear, but you shall the know them by their the fruits. Yeah, exactly. I led they can, Indiana where we balanced they can be right when they talk, but when I was governor. And as I'm not going to believe a word the they say, States, except for maybe we DeSantis. We spent funding to, to backfill on the, the, the military cuts of the Obama administration, and then we were there in the worst pandemic uh, in 100 years. That Nader asks, is that a fly in the sky? William, I cannot hear you. Like, is, are they not getting his audio? Long -term national um, do we need to turn him up? No, people on we, this. everybody can hear everybody. The problem is there's also debate going on. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You kind of got to pick one or the other. All right, you got to pick. You got to pick your spots there, William. I've been in the hallway. I've been in the West Wing. A president of the United States has to confront every crisis facing America. I will put our nation back on the path to growth and prosperity and restore fiscal responsibility, just as I did in Congress <laughs> and as governor <laughs> that's, and when I was vice president. That's not as punchy as Make America Great Again. You were named earlier. I'm going to get Vivek first. We'll get to both of yeah, This isn't that complicated, guys. Unlock American energy, drill, frack, burn coal, embrace nuclear. Put people back to work by no longer paying them more to stay at home. Reform the U.S. Fed, stabilize the Ooh. U.S. dollar, okay. and go to war. The only war that I will declare as U.S. president will be the war on the federal administrative state that is the source of those toxic regulations. See, I believe him when he says it. Blanket on the economy. So I'm not sure I exactly understood Mike Pence's comment, but I'll let you all parse that out. <laughs> For me, it's pretty <laughs> simple. That's something a U.S. It's interesting they let him talk there. And I'll deliver on no, it. Let me explain it to you. It was like a nice little hat tip to Vivek. I'll go slower this time. I was a House conservative <laughs> leader before it was cool. I actually pushed a deficit reduction act that was the last time we actually reduced the national debt in the United States when I was the leader of House conservatives. I balanced budgets and cut taxes when I was governor. I mean, look, Joe Biden has weakened this country. They have to balance budgets, by the way. That's the dumbest comment ever. Now is not the time for on-the-job training. We don't need to bring in a rookie. We don't need to bring in people without experience. <laughs> Was that not Donald Trump, the ticket that you were a part of? Trump would be stealing the show already. So here's the thing. Why are we in this mess? Part of it and a major reason is because how this federal government handed COVID-19 by locking down this economy. They're just placating to the base. By the way, how mad is Chris Christie right now? Is Chris Christie like, oh, come on, man. Let me in on this thing. He's waiting for his moment. 
the deep state bureaucrats lock you down. You don't take somebody like Fauci and coddle him. You bring Fauci in, you sit him down, and you say, Anthony, you are fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, he praised him. So did Trump. I just want to respond to Mike for one second because he invoked me back. Listen, now that everybody's gotten their memorized, pre-prepared slogans out of the way, we can actually have a discussion <laughs> now. Well, the, the, you do too, buddy. Is that one of yours? Uh, not, not really, Mike. That's yeah, not a good comeback. Fun tonight. And the reality is, you have a bunch of people, professional politicians, super PAC puppets, following slogans handed over to them by their 400-page super PACs. Ooh, yep. The real choice we face in this primary is this. Do you want a super PAC puppet, or do you want a patriot who speaks the truth? Do you want incremental reform, which is what you're hearing about, or do you want revolution? Okay, and I stand mm. on the side of the American the revolution. We need everyone Remember? to have a moment on the economy. Yeah. Uh, I think that's fair. Uh, the there are two people who have not. Up? We're going to no. get back to that. We are. Uh, there are two people <laughs> who we have not heard from yet. So let's hear from Governor Burke. I agree with the comment from Scoom Legend. Well, Buffalo Trace, but it's hard to find around here. Of course, uh, I'm from a town of 300 people. It's a big deal to make it on this. These are Bill Gates approved folks. talking points here. Right. I straight hmm. up forgot this guy was here. Yeah. <laughs> but when they were, they were all wishing me well, uh, and I think I took them a little too literally when they said, go to Milwaukee and break a leg. So, <laughs> That's funny. I'll give them say, that. Uh, uh, on this, we're missing something. Glad you gave it to him. Just talk about the Biden economy it was funny. Because the economy, <laughs> energy, and national security are all tied together. We, of course, we're paying too much for our energy in our in our state right in our country right now. But part of the reason why is because of the Biden policies on energy. We've got a plan right now, the 1.2 trillion dollars of Green New Deal spending buried in the Inflation Creation Act is something that is just subsidizing China. We're, if we're gonna stop buying oil from the Middle East and start buying batteries from China, we're just trading OPEC for Sinopec. And then belatedly, belatedly, the, the Biden administration says, no, we're gonna put sanctions on Russian oil. Well, we put sanctions on Russian oil. Well, then it's 20% off. Who's buying it? China. So if you buy a battery in this country, you buy a solar panel, it's being produced in a, power, in a plant in China powered by coal, or it's being powered by oil and gas at 20% off. And every farmer in this country would like to buy diesel at 20% off. Just like Skuma Legend says, you can go to Iowa to find Buffalo Trace. Isn't that beautiful? Go to Iowa and buy it at a gas station. <laughs> And get some of their pizza too. A whole other world, whole other world there. And let me just tell you that I'm a pro-life governor from a conservative state that have a conservative record Ooh. in which I lower. No, he Jesse, didn't he like go governor, against the pro-life movement and something? No, the transgender. Oh, transgender. That's right. To my successor, and I made sure that we shrunk the size of government. Oh, Skuma Legend is offering to get you some Buffalo Cruise. employees in Arkansas. With his uh, walls, walls surplus check. <laughs> I tell that because Hard to find. that's what we need in Washington D.C. We need somebody who can actually constrain the growth of the federal government, that can actually reduce the size. And I've pledged to reduce by 10 percent our federal non-defense workforce. That's a specific place <laughs> I mean, to make like, to tax the administration. It's a small part of the budget. And let me applaud some of the. And he won't do a do. That's here. the thing that have had success in business. But let me tell you, I've been a federal prosecutor. I've served our country in terms of being head of the DEA, in Homeland Security, in times of crisis. And while I think that that's experience that is important for the future of our country to be the president of the United States that can lead 
with positive solutions to be held accountable. Thank you. Byway says he wished that we would stop talking. I see. We'll shut up. Okay. I think it's really bad. More than a thousand people are still unaccounted for in Maui. Thanks, Brad. After the deadliest U.S. wildfire in more than a century, Hawaii's governor and White House officials said that climate change amplified the cost of human error. And a tropical storm hit California for the first time in 84 years. The ocean hit 101 degrees off the coast of Florida. And in the last month, the heat wave in the southwest broke records nearly 50 years old. So Alexander Diaz from Young America's Foundation has a question for you. Polls consistently show that oh young my people's God, ben number Shapiro. one issue is climate change. <laughs> you, as both president of the United States and leader of the Republican Party, calm their fears that the Republican Party doesn't care about climate change. So we want to start on this with uh, a show of hands. Do you believe in human behavior is causing climate change? Raise your hand if you do. Well, look, we're not school children. Let's have. You see, Asa almost raised his hand and put it back it's a good down. Good move by DeSantis, right? Alexander this first of all one of the reasons our country's decline is because of the way the corporate media treats Republicans versus Democrats Biden was on the beach while those people were suffering he was asked about it he said no comment are you kidding me as somebody that's handled disasters in Florida you got to be activated you've got to be there you've got to be present you've got to be helping people who are doing this and yeah. here's the deal yeah. Let's just answer the question. so here's is that a yes or is that a yes is that a hand raise you do not I think it was a hand raise for him, and it's um, my hands are in my pockets. No, because no, no, the climate I didn't change raise, agenda I didn't is raise a hand. Wow. Let's be honest, as Republicans, I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate That's change good. agenda whoa, 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 is a whoa, hoax. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> good move. And the reality is, the anti-carbon agenda is the wet blanket on our economy. And so the reality is, more people are dying of bad climate change policies that's true. Of actual climate change. Governor, Very true. Governor Haley, are you bought and paid for? Down by Truth bomb. Listen, listen, listen. listen. No, Let, wait, hold no. on, hold on. Chris Christie's Queen's foot down. That's a bad comeback. These debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, What's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama, and I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight. Come on, give me a hug just like you did to Obama. Same time amateur. And you'll help elect me just like you did to Obama, too. Ooh. Hold on, hold on. Governor Haley, would you like to respond? Are you bought and paid for? what I would like to say is the fact that I think this is exactly why Margaret Thatcher said, if you want something said, ask a man. If you want something done, ask a woman. Uh, she's... <laughs> no. She's sitting on that line. No. I know Trump doesn't smoke, but I think Trump is going like this right now. Clean mm -hmm. water. We want to see that taken care of, but there's a right way to do it. And the right way to do it is, first of all, yes, is climate change real? Yes, it is. But if you want to go and really change Ooh. the environment, then we need to start telling China and India that they have to lower their emissions. That's where our problem is. And these green subsidies that Biden has put in, all he's done is help China because he doesn't understand all so these electric vehicles that he's done. To left of everybody, I assume, on this. Half 
of the batteries yeah. for electric vehicles are made in China. And so that's not helping the environment. You're putting money in China's pocket, and Biden did that. So first of all, I think we need to acknowledge the truth, which is these subsidies are not working. We also need to take on the international world and say, okay, India and China, you've got to stop polluting. They should ask that question. How many of you guys have gotten the booster? I love that. Razzle dazzle. I bet that would come up. Absolutely not. I mean, it, it, here's what the American people deserve is a debate. Imagine someone answering, "Yes, I am bought and paid for." He's always the guy that's like, "We got to get back to uh, decency, and we got to debate the issues." That's always. Number two. As a kid who grew up in a single parent household, mired in poverty, I wondered, was the American dream real for kids? who are devastated by poverty, devastated by the challenges of life. I came to the conclusion that America can do for anyone what she's done for me if we focus on restoring hope, creating opportunities, and protecting America. If we want the environment to be better, and we all do, the best thing to do is to bring our jobs home from China. If we create <laughs> 10 million new jobs in my Made in America plan, we will have a better economy and a better environment. Let me tell you why I say that, Brett. America, do it quickly. America is cut. <laughs> Skuma Legend says we need Larry Elder. America. It's true, and Perry Johnson, too. You yeah. should be up there. Carbon footprint in half in the last 25 years. The places where they are continuing to increase: Africa, 950 million people; India, over a billion; China, over a billion. China. Why would we put ourselves at a disadvantage, devastating our own economy? Let's bring our jobs home. We have a lot of okay. different topics to get yep, to. Yeah, we do. We thank you all. Thank you, Senator Scott. So coming up, we got a commercial break. Candidates will weigh in. On what could be a defining issue in the 2024 You know, campaign. who is saying, you guys are talking too much. I want to hear the, I don't believe that is true. Come on. Who is that? Uh, do you want me to single him out? But I, <laughs> I think we're being tasteful in our commentary. I mean, maybe William speaking too much. <laughs> Just Apparently, you can't even hear me. <laughs> I couldn't. No, I was like, what's going well, on? William, what you're doing is you're murmuring, and then like you know, it just throws off the entire sound. I can't understand them. I can't understand you. Well, what? Yeah, I can't understand anything. But what's funny I'm not is, murmuring. I'm no, you, no, you 100 percent are. You. It sounds like you're murmuring to us. Yeah. yeah. Well, give me the better microphone, then I'll I'll sound like I'm talking. No. No. It's not, <laughs> well, there you go. It's not the microphone. <laughs> Speak this, up, dude. Jesse is very like content when he's watching this. Jesse, while we're on this commercial break, tell people, why is the RNC debate rigged? Well, yeah, because Perry Johnson and Larry Elder, they both qualified. They, you know, the RNC is rigging it, using these fake polls and uh, disqualifying good polls from being counted. I think it's crazy. You know, on to the Chris Christie attack, though. You know, this isn't the same as it was in 2016. In 2016, it felt like a more natural attack for him to be doing it. These are just, you know... Uh, rearranged Marco Rubio attacks. Yeah. You know, that's all he used against uh, Vivek right there. It was just the same old attack that he had against Marco Rubio. I think that Chris Christie's probably lost a step. Yeah, I mean, you know, Vivek is kind of, he's playing a role, and he is uh, very rehearsed. I the, I don't think so. He's I don't obviously think rehearsed. All of them are rehearsed. They're all there. rehearsed. Yeah. That's what they do. Well, but if you're calling people out for being rehearsed as people like Asa Hutchinson or yes, Mike Pence, know, like they're they aren't even answering the questions. I know, but, but let me so read down my there, statement. They're here. down there. Who cares about oh, Ada? Yeah. What were you gonna say, Dawson? I was gonna say, I, so the only part of politics that I enjoy watching is debates like this. Um, the kid, the young guy, 
he seems like he's stealing the show better than anybody else. Well, yeah. yes, that's his, and he has to, and he's doing a good job at that. I agree mm-hmm. with you 100%. And I'm also probably biased because I want uh, my political views are the younger the better in office as of right now. Cause Rat, yeah. Razzle dazzle, Ron did got nothing tonight. I thought <laughs> yeah. he actually had some good moments. Well, there. yeah, too, but average, you know, you know average, 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 a little maybe, above yeah. average. You know, the, the whole I'm not going to raise my hand. That was a good thing, but uh, yeah, that was a smart move. But, dump dump yeah. Biden T-shirt tomorrow. Dump Biden T-shirt. Get at the State Fair, $25 donation action for Liberty. Or if you Come sign our sign petition. Up. Yep. yep. Dump. And they're just kind of coming handy. I think our EC is turning off in here. It's getting hot. Yeah, it is hot. Um, yeah. Rumble Rants, $10 or more. You make the rules for drinking tonight. Now, we can't get that drunk, but I guess uh, if uh, if the people want what they want, $10, you come up with rules. Brad just paid $10 to Rumble Rant. goes, shots. That's not a rule, but we obliged. So $10 Rumble Rants more. You come up with the rules. Tell us what is the drinking game tonight. Or if you pay your two hundred and sixty dollars surplus refund check, I I don't know what we'll do. You get that Russell Brand commercial during the RNC debate. I really wish oh I could gosh. hear that. Back yeah, I just, audio. Good lord. Yeah, whatever the. Uh, Go, put the audio on that. I want to hear this. We can do this together without top-down authority. That we can regulate democratically our own community. You can be you. I can be me. Without judgment. Beyond acceptance, love and enthusiasm for the billions of ways that it's possible to be a human being. Oh, it's a Rumble ad. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that'd be great if it was working at the beginning of this whole thing. The best ad for Rumble is the platform not working at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Literally not my fault at all. I'm surprised we didn't lose our audience because of the because of that. Nope. You guys you got, are true. You guys know how true patriots. You're the best audience ever. Maybe ever. A lot of people say Action for the Reside is great. Truth Action. hurts. Good show. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we wouldn't even be doing this if Trump was in the debate. That's why we're going to interject our opinions at Actually, time because, quite frankly, I mean. Some of these guys are snooze fests. They like really I are. <laughs> Ada. And it's kind of hilarious that they're not calling on Chris Christie. Oh. They didn't even officially. Am I keeping track of this right? They never actually called them. No, they asked him a question. They did. Yeah. Because yep. he interrupted, right? Mm-hmm. I would he say obviously didn't make an impact. Just, All right, back to the debate. Just, just for reference, I think that you guys can be more quiet, and it would be beneficial. Yeah, I, I think so. Just, just turn the volume on. Not by much. Well, not too much. Abortion rights in this country. And even in red states, there are more swing state referendums that are coming up as we head into the elections as well on this. So, Governor Haley, what do you say to your party and Can we to your ban state, Brad? which today confirmed a six-week abortion law as well, especially the impact on women suburban voters across this country? Thank you, Martha. I am unapologetically pro-life, not because the Republican Party tells me to be, but because my husband was adopted and I had trouble having both of my children, so I'm surrounded by blessings. Having said that, we need to stop demonizing this issue. This is talking about the fact that unelected justices didn't need to decide something this personal because it's personal for every woman and man. Now it's been put in the hands of the people. That's great. When it comes to a federal ban, let's be honest with the American people and say it will take 60 Senate votes. It will take a majority of the House. So in order to do that, let's find consensus. Can't we all agree that we should ban late-term abortions? 
Can't we all agree that we should encourage adoptions? Can't we all agree that doctors and nurses who don't believe in abortion shouldn't have to perform them? Can't we all agree that contraception should be available? And can't we all agree that we are not going to put a woman in jail or give her the death penalty if she gets an abortion? Let's treat this like the like a respectful issue that it is and humanize the situation and stop demonizing the situation. Vice President Pence, Governor DeSantis, you signed a six-week abortion ban in Florida. Uh, one of your biggest financial backers said that you need to, quote, shift to get moderates or you will lose. What do you say to him and others who say politically that is a tough thing to sell nationally? Well, I would say we sold uh, the biggest election landslide victory in the history of the Republican Party in the state of Florida in 2022. That's what I did. We can win. But second of all, look, um, you got to do what you think is right. I believe uh -oh. in a culture of life. <laughs> uh, I was proud to More sign the time. heartbeat bill. Uh, I remember one of the most impactful moments of my life was when I heard the heartbeat of my oldest daughter uh, in my wife's womb and then saw the sonograms of all three of my kids. What the Democrats are trying to do on this issue is wrong to allow abortion all the way up to the moment of birth. I know a lady in Florida named Penny. She survived multiple abortion attempts. Jeez. She was left discarded in a pan. Fortunately, her grandmother saved her and brought her to a different hospital. We're better than what the Democrats are selling. We are not going to allow abortion all the way up till birth, and we will hold them accountable for their extremism. But just to be clear, Governor, would you sign a six-week ban federally? I'm going to stand on the side of life. Look, I understand Wisconsin is going to do it different than Texas. I understand Iowa and New Hampshire are going to do different. But I will support the cause of life as governor and as president. Ron, answer the question. Deflecting like Trump did, by the way, just to be fair. You're shaking your head. Well, look, I'm, I'm not new to this cause. After I gave my life to Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I opened up the book and I read... Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And see, I set before you life and death, blessings and curses, now choose life. And I knew from that moment on, the cause of life had to be my cause. And I've been a champion for life in the Congress, a champion for life as governor and as vice president. And uh, to be honest with you, Nikki, you're my friend, but uh, consensus is the opposite of leadership. When the Supreme Court returned this question to the American people, they didn't just send it to the states only. It's not a state's only issue, it's a moral issue. And I promise you, as President of the United States, the American people will have a champion for life in the Oval Office. Can't we have a minimum standard in every state in the nation that says when a baby is... When a baby is what? ...feeling oh. pain, an abortion cannot be allowed. A 15-week ban is an idea whose time has come. It's supported by 70% of the American people but it's going to take unapologetic leadership, leadership that stands on principle and expresses compassion for women okay. in crisis. Hold, hold on. This is the one issue he's good on. As president of the United States. He called my name, Governor sir. Well, I'll respond to that. Seconds. 
So first of all, I will say it is in the hands of the people and that's where it should be. But when you're talking about a federal ban, be honest with the American people. We haven't had 45 pro-life senators in over 100 years. So no Republican president can ban abortions any more than a Democrat president could ban all those state laws. Don't make women feel like they have to decide on this issue when you know we don't have 60 Senate votes in the House. 70% of the American people support legislation but to ban abortion of the after Senate a baby is capable not. of experiencing okay. pain. We of the Senate does not. You have to be honest with the we American have to have people. A limit. All right, let, let's get Governor Bergman for one, one minute here. Um, so, but the Supreme Court did. Said no one ever. Roe v. Wade. And, and the, the result of that decision was that it went back to the states. So that's where it is right now. So as I understand it, you are not Why does he look like that? a federal <laughs> ban. What do you say about the states, there's about five of them, including New Jersey, I think uh, a few others, that allow abortion up until the time of birth, though. If you were president, would you After be birth in Minnesota, by the way. That? Well, first of all, I'm a pro-life governor of a very pro-life state. And this is issue is, of course, very important. But I am on the record, and I stand behind that we should not have a federal abortion ban. Uh, we should not. And the reason why we shouldn't is very simple. It's the 10th Amendment. In the Constitution, in the Constitution, which the states oh, created the federal government. Well, he's got a pocket Constitution. He's got my it vote says now. That there were certain <laughs> duties allowed to the federal government, delegated to them by the states. The rest are left to the states, comma, or importantly, or to the people. We need to get back to freedom and liberty for the people in this country. And we can't have we can't have Republicans who fight for 50 years for this great cause and win. to return it back to the states. And then the next day they turn around and go, no, the feds should do that because the mm -hmm. feds are stepping into people's lives. They're stepping into people's businesses over and over. If we say that the feds should be in on this one, where do we stop? I say that we follow the Constitution and this is returned to the states. This we, is where it should but be. Governor Bergham, you signed a six-week ban. You signed a six-week ban. Governor Bergham, you signed a six-week ban. So you're saying federally it's all going to go to the states. Yes, and what what is going to work in New York will never work in North Dakota, okay. and vice versa. That's Governor why 50 Asa states. That's right here. 50 states. This, this is too important of an issue that I have to address. Uh, first of all, uh, the Supreme Court gave it back to the elected representatives, whether it's the states or whether it's the United States Congress. That's so right. there is authority, and that's why President Biden is pushing for a Democrat proposal, which is, in essence, abortion on demand through the term so they have their extreme position at a national level we it's most likely going to be addressed in the states but it's certainly fine for it to be addressed at the national level as well arkansas has the record of being the most pro-life state in the nation i signed 30 pro-life pieces of legislation while i was governor and every state can determine a different outcome here and it is the most important issue for women and for the unborn child and for our country that we get this right, it's going to be a continued debate. Let's talk about it in terms of compassion, in terms of protecting the life, and also understanding how we have to enhance uh, abortion, uh, excuse me, adoption services, how we have to enhance <laughs> maternal care. Well, you think Those that's a Freudian slip there, Dawson? Yeah, I think, I, I think he's old. There are a lot of issues that are very important. Uh, I'll, Senator, I'll let you, you. weigh in. Yes. 
We cannot let states like California, New York, and Illinois have abortions on demand up until the day of birth. That is immoral, it is unethical, it is wrong. We must have a president of the United States who will advocate and fight for, at the minimum, a 15-week limit. I am 100% pro-life conservative. I have a 100% pro-life record. I got to tell you, though, we must fight for life. Our Declaration of Independence says our creator gave us inalienable rights that include life. That is a list. That is an issue we must solve. We can't leave it to Illinois. We can't leave it to Minnesota. We can't leave it to Illinois. We must solve that issue with a 15-week limit at a minimum. Thank you, Senator. I think we're all pro-life, but what I would love is for someone to ask Biden and Kamala Harris, are they for 38 weeks? Are they for 39 weeks? Are they for 40 weeks? Because that's what the media needs to be asking. All right. Another issue is America and the crime crisis, the homelessness crisis. American cities are in decline. People are moving out as homelessness, drugs, crime move in. Uh, there are problems accelerated. They did accelerate during the pandemic and are still rising, actually. Murders in Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, all up 30 percent between 2019 and 2022. Homelessness is up 11 percent, the largest jump in recorded history. Vice President Pence, a lot of this began in the COVID era. How much of what we're seeing happening around this country is a result of those COVID lockdowns? And is your administration in part to blame for how we got here? Well, I think what's in part to blame is the Democrats been talking about defunding the police for the last five years. And we ought to be funding law enforcement, particularly in our major cities, at, at unprecedented levels. I mean, it's extraordinary to think about the violence that's claiming innocent lives literally every week in every major city in this country. And yet Democrats and liberal prosecutors in major metropolitan areas continue to, to work out their fanciful agendas, to, to do a, a bail reform and, and go easy. What we need is, is strong commitment to law enforcement. We need leadership in Washington, D.C. that will marshal the resources of the states, marshal the resources of the American people. But let me also say it's about opportunity. I mean, a lot of people don't know that those Trump-Pence tax cuts that we got signed into law go away at the end of 2025 if we don't have a Republican president uh, and a Republican House and a Republican Senate. When I'm president... In the United States, we're actually going to cut taxes further. We're going to extend those tax cuts. And we're Wasn't going to talking close about the crime? Federal Department of Education, block grant all that funding back to the states with a growing economy and educational choice. This is a really boring part of the debate. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. This is just like no punches are being thrown. Well, someone's going to throw some COVID punches here. I hope. There were 30 shootings, and a number of them including kids. Uh, add that to the big increase in school shootings around the country. Democrats blame this crisis on easy access to guns. They also blame Republicans for blocking gun control legislation. What would President Christie do? You know, I'm proud of the fact, Brett, that I'm the only person along with Governor Hutchinson up on this stage who's actually running United States Attorney's Office. I ran the fifth largest office in America in a, in a state where there is significant urban crime. and. The problem is not going to be solved by more money. The problem is, is, is that these prosecutors 
in these localities in the states are refusing to do their job and to arrest violent criminals. So what a President Christie would do is appoint an attorney general who would instruct each of the 93 U.S. attorneys that they are to take over the prosecution of violent crime in every one of those cities that are failing to do so. We have plenty of room in the federal prisons to lock up these violent criminals and clean up what's going on all across this country in these individual cities. Secondly, what we need to make sure that each and every one of these criminals understand is that the laws apply to everybody. And when Hunter Biden fills out a fake application, a false application for a, for a gun permit, and then is facing a 10-year mandatory minimum, which was mandated by legislation sponsored by his father. And then you have a Justice Department that walks away from those charges. We're telling people that the law doesn't apply to everybody. In a Christie administration, he would go to jail for 10 years. What about a President Ramaswamy? We, we got a uh, rumble rant. Next break. Next break, he's got to do it. Okay. So the reality is we have a crime wave in this country, and we know how to fix it. The question is, do we actually have the spine to do it? More cops in the streets who are on the streets able to do their jobs without looking over their shoulder for getting sued. And we also have a mental health epidemic in this country. Just over the same period that we have closed mental health institutions, we have seen a spike in violent crime. Do we have the spine to bring them back? I think we should as president, I will. But it's not just drugging up people in those psychiatric institutions with Zoloft and Seroquel. It's a deeper issue. I think faith-based approaches can play a role here too. We're in the middle of a national identity crisis. And I say this as a member of my generation, the problem in our country right now the reason we have that mental health epidemic is that people are so hungry for purpose and meaning at a time when family, faith, patriotism, hard work have all disappeared. What we really need is a tonal reset from the top, saying that this is what it means to be an American. Yes, we will stand for the rule of law. Yes, we will close the southern border where criminals are coming in every day. And yes, we will back law enforcement because we remember who we really are. And that's also how we address that mental health epidemic in the next generation that is directly leading to violent crime. Can I speak on Governor DeSantis really here. quickly? Governor DeSantis. You haven't heard DeSantis speak in a while. We're not looking for a new national identity. The American people are the most faith-filled, freedom-loving, idealistic heart. These radical left-wing district attorneys, they mm -hmm. get into office and they right. say they're not going to prosecute crimes. Yeah. They disagree with the inmates start running the asylum. There's one guy in this entire country that's ever done anything about that. Me. When we had two of these district attorneys in Florida elected with Soros funding who said they wouldn't do their job, I removed them from their post. They are gone. And as president, as president, we are going to go after all of these people because they are hurting the quality of life and they are victimizing innocent people in every corner of this country. And it will stop when I get into office. Okay. One more here before the break. Governor I was going to say, we need a break real bad. Uh, Brett and Martha, I just thought it was interesting. You asked your question about the problems we're having in big cities. Nobody ever asked the question of what about the crime wave in small towns? Because in a small town, neighbors help neighbors. People understand each other. If a farmer Try gets that sick, in a small comes town. together That's and helps them get the crop mm -hmm. off. Get me to there's it. accountability, do there's it. transparency. One do thing it. that I think this country could use is somebody in the White House that understands small town values because that's our road back to get this country on track again. Governor Hodges looks nervous. 
As former head of the DEA, I understand the drug crisis in America. Well, it makes and me right not want to vote for the guy. You look at the right. challenges in our inner, inner city. It's a former head of a big bureauc bureaucratic nightmare. <laughs> one, enforce the law when it comes to crime. Secondly, let's deal with the challenge of fentanyl. And it's both about stopping the fentanyl coming from Mexico, but it's also about education of our young people, making sure that we have... Uh, the tools that are needed for addiction counseling. That's what we expanded in Arkansas as well. Whenever you look at the underlying challenge of America, though, no one likes to see an America with smash and grab in our inner cities. As president of the United States, that will stop. It starts at the top with the respect for our justice system that a former president who's under indictment has undermined Mm. by attacking judges, by attacking prosecutors, Not by good. attacking the system and saying he's aggrieved. And so we have to have respect for our justice system and the rule He doesn't of even law, get a uh, reaction. That's top. how much yeah. he, the they don't care about the guy. Um, yeah, everyone wants to defend Trump do. on that one. Speaking of that, right now you are looking live at Fulton oh. County Jail. Ooh. where former President Donald Spicy. Trump will be processed tomorrow. Oh, what the heck? So next, the candidates will have an opportunity to talk about... Okay, yeah, where it gets good here. But we got a lot to cover. First of all, um, we got a rumble rant. It says, uh, it was a napkinator. Yeah, he said... Please, uh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, please have Jesse pick a drinking okay, rule. You can think mm. about that for a okay. second. Um, Dawson, what here. I want you to do is the, I want you to... The Trump segment is coming up, so... Yes, exactly. We'll get to it. They're going to have about yep. a, two minutes of uh, commercials. Think about that for a second. I want you to scan over to uh, William's old seat there, and I want to show people what's going on here at Liberty Headquarters here in Roseville, Minnesota. Um, we have got cheese balls. Cheese, why do we have cheese balls? Big bags of cheese balls. Right, is, is this a Trump is orange joke? I actually, as I was putting that down, I realized that thing, and I almost put it on top just for that. But it, it has nothing to do with that. We're doing a poll at the state fair um, tomorrow. The poll at the state fair, you get to like get what it, we're giving them uh, uh, corn kernels, right? And they get to put them in the jugs. Well, Williams in charge of getting jugs. He tell he calls me crying last night. Jake, I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> he wasn't crying. I was very distraught. I was editorializing there. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, Jake, the best thing to do is cheese balls. <laughs> We're all familiar with the cheese ball containers. So just so you guys know, Action for Liberty Headquarters has a surplus of cheese balls. Now, when we're doing it, we're, like, transferring it. Some get lost in the process, right? Who knows where they go? They, oh, I know where they went. <laughs> Don't need those cheese balls. But uh, we got a surplus of cheese balls. That's the commitment we have to Liberty right there. At the State Fair tomorrow. By the way, you can pick up your Dump Biden t-shirts, $25. That's a steal. Get your fans. Mm -hmm. Show that proudly. We're getting a lot of people, the vendors, the people setting up, going, yeah, nice sign. It's so great. With that being said, uh, do you have a drinking rule for us? You got a $10. Yeah, I, I, I think I got one. Every time that Mike Pence claims to, uh, you know, uh, any time that Mike Pence takes credit for something that Trump did, Anytime Beautiful. that Mike Pence oh, is, yeah. you know, taking credit for America First policy, drink that's because uh, that, that's obviously, uh, you know, he's just using. Hold on, uh, hold on. What, what is this? Uh, Trump is a crutch. What is this commercial? Uh, it's from the RNC. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, is it like a pro? That would be funny if Trump bought ads. I saw. Yeah. I saw Ted Cruz. You know that he ate my son. Ted Cruz did. 
Yeah, Ted Cruz. Can you believe that? Well, he's a Zodiac killer, don't yeah. you know? He, I mean... Well, his I, dad was uh, Fidel Castro, right? No, his dad killed JFK. There you go. Yeah. Same thing, right? Yeah. That's, that's uh, all right, so the rule is when uh, Mike Pence takes credit for something Trump did. I think it's a good rule. Now, if you guys want more rules here for the drinking game, $10 or more Rumble Rent, and you get to make rules. Oh, look at that. Black Rifle Coffee. Love it. Yeah, they're sponsoring. Uh, Skuma Legend is buying a T-shirt, which is great. Thank you, Skuma Legend. I saw Skuma Legend said earlier, going to the State Fair tomorrow. For By the way, I'll be there tomorrow morning, okay? I won't be there a lot. You'll see William and Jesse there a lot. We'll be doing autographs tomorrow, too, by the <laughs> okay, way. Okay, <laughs> sure, yeah. Like that's, watch out. That's a good ad right there. Yeah. Generator. Oh, Actually, yeah. that's not a generator. I hate this. Oh, okay. People put bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let that's me get this. Shut oh, up. Wait, no. Pet, I hate that one. Shut up. Pet peeve of mine, okay? I fell for it. A battery is not a generator. No. A battery is a storage of energy. It's not a generator. Stop calling them generators. You need to get that uh, beer opener. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I chuck it at you? No, don't Go chuck ahead. it at him. Yeah. Not we don't need a studio. We don't need a Doug Burgum. Oh, look at this. We got uh, full send. Yeah, isn't that funny? We should have bought ads. Why weren't we buying ads for this? <laughs> yeah, because I didn't so even think of that. Stream well, it's stuttered. Well, the they're probably it's probably a rumble ad because uh, no, it's it's yeah. probably yeah, it's not a rumble ad. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, because full send on rumble. Be, well, no, not ex they're not exclusively on there. Some of their content's exclusively on there. If uh. They, you know, if they push the limits a little bit too far, they have to do it on Rumble. But yeah. the Trump-hating um, Drudge Report, those my age used to love Drudge Report, says right now uh, leading the choice for who's winning the first Republican debate, Ramaswamy at 32.5%, Christie at 21.96%, Sanctimonious mm -hmm. at 16.44%, Haley at 14.22%. Then it just drops off. Everyone's like the second tier. Hutchinson doesn't have any love, barely. Yeah, nobody I don't even cares. know how he got 59 oh, votes. Hey, Chris Christie walked is uh, chatting with Ron DeSantis during the commercial break right now. I gotta say, Ron DeSantis. Oh, that was half an hour ago. Is not what, interesting. What? What at is all. that? That's. What do you mean? You act like that's some big news. My phone died. Yeah, no, they're they're <laughs> colluding. Colluding? They're just talking. <laughs> Wait, Chris Christie and DeSantis are colluding? Yeah. <laughs> all right, oh, I, I like to hear it. Well, that time you. Uh, that fake time news. you exposed it's it. It's not fake, fake news. news. There's a video right, of it. Let's go watch this. This Gosh. is when it's going to get good. <laughs> but we have a lot to get to in this second hour of this. Very unfair, Jake. Very unfair. <laughs> this is what everyone wants China, to hear right here. Ukraine, no, not China. You, well, there we go. Education. But Trump. Let's talk about but Trump. We are going to take a brief moment and talk about the elephant not in the room. <laughs> when the debate is about another candidate in four different states on 91 counts he will be processed tomorrow in georgia at the fulton county jail for charges relating to the 2020 election loss you all signed a pledge to support the eventual republican nominee oh if man former president trump is convicted in a court of law would you still support him as your party's choice watch them all go back on their uh... if you would Interesting question. Oh, whoa. Okay. You got to get away from the mic there on that. What was with the hesitancy Oh, there? and DeSantis did it too. Hold on. So just be clear. Ramaswamy winning that round. You were kind of late to the game there, but no, you raised your hand. No, I'm doing this. Look. <laughs> yeah, see? This is why they should be disqualified. What's the look, here's the bottom line. Next commercial break. You explain that rigging more. To stop normalizing this conduct. Okay. Now, anti-Trump people in the audience. Whether or not 
Those Whether are the lobbyists and special interests clapping. believe that the criminal charges are right or wrong. The conduct is beneath the office of President of the United States. Yeah. The conduct set standard by Biden, right? And, you know, this is the great thing about this country. Booing is allowed, but it doesn't change the truth. Yeah, so is being obese. Oh, my gosh. What is he doing? I'd like to get in and respond. Let's just speak the truth, okay? President Trump, I believe, was the best president of the 21st century. True. Fact. It's a fact. I believe it. Your claim that Donald Trump is motivated by vengeance and grievance would be a lot more credible if your entire campaign were not based on (laughs) vengeance and grievance against one man. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's good. That's good. Look at him panicking. What do you say? They could just change the channel to MSNBC right now. <laughs> but I'm not running for president of MSNBC. I am running for president of the United States. We're skating on thin ice, and we cannot set a precedent where the party in power uses police force to indict its political opponents. It is wrong. Amen. That's what he needed to do tonight. That's a good win there. Yep. You make me laugh because you sit here in an answer... You sit here in an answer. Right. Love the you gotta love the audience. You gotta love them. No, the audience is RNC. They're booing them. I know it's it's not all good. So listen, the more time we spend doing this, the less time. Oh yeah, let's lecture the audience now. Talk about. Want to talk about this? Governor Christie. You you sit here talking about how you want to stand up for the rule of law. Yeah, this yes. is at least and interesting. And, and the fact is that it can't be selective. In your book, you had much different things to say about Donald Trump than you're saying here tonight. That's and not true. Mm. No, it is very true. That is not it's true. It's very true. I read it. Because and I know. Look, between I, bad I, behavior and illegal behavior, way, Chris. And you as a prosecutor way, should know yeah, better. Yeah, I, you know what? I know a lot There's better. There's a difference between I bad know, behavior. And Chris Christie put in his place? Oh, yeah. You've never done it like you've never done anything to try to advance the interests of this government except to put yourself forward as a candidate tonight. And here's the thing. We've stood up for law and order. I did it as U.S. attorney. I did it as governor. And I am not going to bow to anyone when we have a president of the United States who disrespects the Constitution. He said... He said... He said... Martha, it's important to say that the president said, Donald Trump said, it's okay to suspend the Constitution. That's not what he said. What you take is to preserve, protect, and defend, not suspend. I will always stand up for our Constitution. We'll let you correct that at the break, okay, Jesse? You can can correct that. This is too good, though. I have another question. Hold on, you will. All right, so... President Trump's former vice president is on this stage tonight. He has faced hecklers on the campaign trail for his actions on January the 6th. On that day, the vice president moved forward with the certification of the election. So do you believe that Mike Pence did the right thing, Senator Scott? Do you believe he did the right thing? Absolutely. He did the right thing. Number one. Number two. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> number one, we number two. Be, 
We should be asking ourselves a bigger question about the weaponization of the Department of Justice. When I'm president, the first thing I'll do is fire Merrick Garland. Second thing I'll do... Anyone would do yeah, that. Of course you would. Oh, God. We need Lady Justice to wear a blindfold. Without that, Aye. no one has confidence in our justice system. This is why Tim's not going to do well. He just comes across as a politician. Our yeah. Department of Justice... Here's why. Go we keep my phone seeing in real not quick. only the weaponization of the well, uh, hey, um, against political give me a little bit of ice. but also yeah, sure. against parents who show up at school board meetings. They're called under this DOJ. They're called domestic terrorists. Not only that. In addition to that, we see the SWAT team show up at pro-life activist homes with guns drawn because this DOJ uses their power, uses their authority, not just against political opponents, but against conservatives and conservative causes. It is time for a change in America, and I will bring that change to the greatest nation on God's green earth. It's just fake. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just fake. I can't stand said that nothing. stuff. Yeah. We need to end the weaponization of these federal agents. But, but I will do that. That's not the question. Here, I, I know, but here's the thing. This election is not about January 6th of 2021. It's about January 20th of 2025, when the next president is going to take office. I know what the Democrats would like to do. They want to talk about all these other issues, but we've got to focus on your future. We've got to focus on reversing the decline of our country. Right, right. I learned in the military, I was assigned uh, with U.S. Navy SEALs in Iraq, that you focus on the Well, that was a tricky thing you just said. Else. He was a you JAG officer. Distracted. So Republicans, we've got to look forward and we've got to make sure that we're bringing the message. That was kind of a little man. humble brag there. I didn't, uh, I didn't like that. To support and defend the Constitution of the United States, I think, I, I think the American people deserve to know whether everyone on this stage agrees that I kept my oath to the Constitution that day. Oh. <laughs> There's no more wrong. So answer the question. <laughs> thing. I've, I've answered this before. So yes. Why are we? He, Mike, Mike did his duty. I got no beef with him. But here's the thing: Is this what we're going to be focusing <laughs> oh, on going forward? The yeah. rehashing of this. I'll yes. tell you. Governor this is the death of DeSantis. Let right. me just say, Governor DeSantis, we spent an hour talking about policy. Former President Trump is beating you by 30, 40 points in many <laughs> polls. So it is a factor in the GOP primary. Governor right. Hutchinson, you did, did not raise your hand. I did not raise my hand because there's an important issue we as a party have to face. And over a year ago, I said that Donald Trump was morally disqualified from being president <laughs> again as a result of what happened on January 6th. More people are understanding the importance of that, including conservative legal scholars who says he may be disqualified. Oh, legal scholars. Good. Amendment of course, oh, man. Must listen to those guys. As a result of the insurrection. This is something. As a former head of a DA. <laughs> yeah. This isn't even a Trump audience, and, so and they're booing him. I love it. I'm not going to support somebody who's been convicted of a serious felony or who has this so you can't keep a pledge under our constitution and that's consistent with rnc rules 
and I hope everybody would agree with me. No, we're not moving on. Stay on this topic. It's great. I'd like to answer. You have already been on it, Vice President Pence. All right, I'd like to answer the question you asked and not give a pre-canned speech. Mike Pence stood for the Constitution, and he deserves not grudging credit. He deserves our thanks as Americans for putting his oath of office thanks, Chris, and the Krusty Constitution <laughs> of the United States <laughs> before look. personal, political, and unfair pressure. And the argument that we need to have in this party before we can move on to the issues that Ron talked about is we have to dispense with the person who said that we need to suspend the Constitution. There to he goes again. His yeah. political career. Mike Pence said no, and he deserves credit for it. Okay. Uh, Governor Haley, we haven't heard from you on this. Do you agree? Do you agree no. that Vice President Pence did the, did the right thing that day or not? I do think that Vice President Pence did the right thing, and I do think that we need to give him credit for that. But what I will also tell you is, look, I mean, when it comes to whether President Trump should serve or not, I trust the American people. Let them here, vote. Here. Let them decide. Here, but here, what here. they will tell you is that it is time for a new generational conservative leader. We have to look at the fact that three quarters of Americans don't want a rematch between Trump and Biden. And we have to That's face true. the fact that Trump is the most disliked politician in America. We can't win a general election that way. Yeah, he'll probably win. That's an interesting point, Dr. Bergen. It's Governor Bergen, opportunity. Happy to answer the question. Mike Pence did the right thing on January 6th. But I want to say, you started off the top of this hour saying we're going to talk about China, Ukraine, education. We are. China is the number one threat to our country. <laughs> and every minute yeah, that old, these eight candidates horses, spend dude. talking about the past instead about the future is time. That is just the, the, you know who loves it? Biden loves it, but China loves it when we're talking about the past. Okay. As promised, we were going to spend a few questions on it, let people say what they wanted to say. And now, indeed, we are moving on. No, that was Back such to the good. Boring stuff. That's such a good part. On this issue, I was you, kind did of you, you answered on this you, issue. You did, you did say answer. something. Yeah, yeah. I thought we thought you were done, but you, uh, no, please. I wasn't done. Well, Mike, why don't you say this? Join me yeah. in making a commitment well that on day one you would pardon Donald Trump. I'm the only candidate on this day. <laughs> uh, good, good move. Forward. <laughs> you know, it's not about looking back at, at January 2021. It's about January 20th, 2017. What? I put my left hand on Ronald Reagan's Bible. I raised my right hand. Jeez, so cringe. And I took an oath yeah. to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. And it ended so with cringe. a prayer. So this, help me God. This count as... It was a promise yeah, that yeah. I made to the there American people. Mm -hmm. But I also made it, it made it to my Heavenly Father. Every day for four years, I sought to keep that oath. And everyone on this stage needs to make it clear whether or not they'll do the same if they earn this job and the confidence of the American people. Now, look, I've made it clear. I, I had hoped that the issues surrounding 
The 2020 election and the controversies around January 6 had not come to this, had not come to criminal proceedings. I would rather they had been resolved by the American people and the American people alone. But no one's above the law, and President Trump is entitled to the presumption of innocence that every American is entitled to, and we will make sure and extend that to him. But the American people deserve to know that the president asked me in his request that I reject or return votes unilaterally, power that no vice president in American history had ever exercised or taken, uh, he asked me to put him over the Constitution. And uh, I chose the Constitution, and I always <laughs> will. I had no Most right to overturn the election, and Kamala Harris will have no right to overturn the election when we beat them in 2024. Thank you, Vice President Pence. Now we are moving on to other issues. The U.S. has committed nearly $77 billion in aid to the Ukraine war. Ooh, the administration like, is now asking Congress more. for $24 billion more. Regardless of this that is gonna specific, get specifics mm -hmm. of that plan, is there anyone on stage who would not support the increase of more funding? To I'm watching. Europe? I'm watching. We would not Europe, support it. Europe needs to step up. Uh, such a weak Only thing when two? you go like this. Put your hand up. Wow. Look at him go. And that's Just the problem this. with these assholes. I can't stand that. I will have Europe to pull their weight. Uh, right would, now they're not doing you that. Not and I think we need to do, to and I think would you support more funding? On them doing it. And I would have support in China. He's testing the wind. I love Mr. it. Ramos, oh, yeah. would not support an increase of funding. Of course not. I would not. And I think that this is disastrous. That we are protecting against an invasion across somebody else's border when we should use those same military resources to prevent across the invasion of our own southern border here in the United States of America. We are driving Russia there you go. Into China's Listen to the audience. These... The Russia-China alliance is the single greatest threat we face. And I find it offensive that we have professional politicians on the stage that will make a pilgrimage to Kiev, to their Pope, Zelensky, without <laughs> doing the same <laughs> thing for people in Maui or the south side of Chicago okay. yeah. or Kensington. Okay. Mm -hmm. We have to put oh, the interests of Americans I mean, first. Secure our own border instead of somebody else's. <laughs> Tucker, else. welcome to the show. And the reality is, this is Here's also how we project strength and by making America strong at home. Thank you. Right. We heard, go. heard the names. Let's, Governor Christie first. All right, yeah. look. I did go to Ukraine, and I went to Ukraine because I wanted to see for myself what Vladimir Putin's army was doing to the free Ukrainian people. And let me tell you, I want you all to look around this arena tonight and imagine that every one of these seats was filled. And if every one of them was filled, there would still be 2,500 more children outside to make over 20,000 who have been abducted, right. stolen, ripped from their mothers and fathers, right. and brought back to Russia to be programmed to fight their own families. They have gouged out people's eyes, cut off their ears, and shot people in the back of the head, men, and then gone into those homes and raped the, the daughters and the wives who were left as widows and orphans. This is, this is the Vladimir Putin. This is the Vladimir Putin. This is propaganda. Donald Trump called brilliant 
and a genius if we don't stand up against this type oh, of autocratic weak attack we in the world to we will be next i mean chris christie what, read the audience here yeah chris christie could at least do this <laughs> right 30 seconds yeah well let me let me be clear anybody that thinks that we can't solve the problems here in the united states and be the leader of the free world has a pretty small view of the greatest we're, nation. No, we're bankrupt, you moron. He's repeated this line a couple times. Thirty-two trillion dollars in debt. You can't do it. We have no money. The arsenal democracy for years. The Reagan doctrine years ago made it. Oh, the Reagan. Okay, you are the reason we are in this position. This is the problem. Vivek, if we do the giveaway that you want to give to Putin to give him his land. Oh God. Whatever. A NATO border, and frankly, our men and women of our armed forces are going to have to go and fight him. I want to let the Ukrainians fight and drive. You are driving our military to go fight Putin. So ridiculous. I have a newsflash. The USSR does not exist anymore. It fell ha. back in 1990. <laughs> you talked about the communists. And the real communists that we have to address you right now is the idea what I, Vladimir Putin's aims you, are. You already spoke. Now I actually have to Vladimir Putin seconds. has been saying he wants to reestablish the old you, Soviet sphere. You've made your More propaganda. Yep. Got to march. March. Beat those drums. March right in. A dictator and a murderer. And the United States of America needs to stand against authoritarianism. The real threat we face today is communist China. And we are driving Amen. Russia further into China's arms. The Russia-China military alliance is the single greatest right. threat we face. Okay. Nobody in either political party is talking about it. And I am, the, I am the only non-neocon on this stage. Will keep us out of war. Mr. Vice President, we can't hear Mr. Vice President to give Russia everything they've got. Mr. Vice President, promise that Ukraine will never be in NATO. And then somehow China will not think about taking Taiwan. We achieve peace through strength. Mr. The old man's there. You hear the division in that audience, the Republican base. When we hear this bell, that means your time's done. So, Mr. Vice President, we appreciate your aggressiveness here. 30 seconds is 30 seconds. Mr. Ramaswamy, you were mentioned. You get 30 seconds. So, the reality is that today, today, Ukraine is not... There's a military-industrial complex. States of America. And I think that the same people who took us into the Iraq War, the same people who took us into the Vietnam War, you cannot end it. You cannot start another no-win war. And I do not want to get to the point where we're sending our military resources abroad when we could be better using them here at home to protect our own borders, okay. protect the homeland. All right. That will be my top priority in foreign I, policy. I think we gave you more than, this than the 30 homeland. seconds in the rebuttal. So I do want to get to some other people because everybody, uh, we, we respect everybody's time here. So. <laughs> Governor Haley, um, you oh, yeah. did not raise your hand, meaning that Big you difference here. would support more funding of course for the you Ukraine would. war. You have uh, said of Governor DeSantis that um, you didn't appreciate it when he initially called it a territorial dispute. Why? First of all, the American president needs to have moral clarity. They need to know the difference between right and wrong. They need to know the difference between good and evil. Right. When you look at the situation with Russia and Ukraine, here you have a pro-American country that was invaded by a thug. So when you want to talk about what has been given to Ukraine, less than three and a half percent 
of our defense budget has been given to Ukraine. If you look at the percentages per GDP, 11 of the European countries have given more than the U.S. But what's really important is go back to when China and Russia held hands, shook hands before the Olympics and named themselves unlimited partners. A win for Russia is a win for China. We have to know that. Rehearse talking points, first right? line of defense for yeah. us. And the problem that Vivek doesn't understand is he wants to hand Ukraine to Russia. He wants to let China to eat Taiwan. He wants to go and stop no, he doesn't. Israel. You don't False. do that to friends. What you do False. instead is you have the backs of your friends. Ukraine is a front line of defense. Putin has said if Russia, once Russia takes Ukraine, Poland and the Baltics are next. That's a world war. We're trying to prevent war. Let's Look get into Putin Israel. He killed Pergozin. <laughs> When I was at the UN, the Russian ambassador suddenly died. This guy is a murderer, and you are choosing a murderer over, over a... Oh, police. Police. Propaganda. Of course, Putin's a murderer, by the way. Yeah. She's pissed. Oh, oh, you're t oh, you're you're really tough, Nikki. Is there Israel? Yeah, you, yeah. your foreign policy experience is the problem, Nikki Haley. Friends help each other stand on their own two feet. So I will lead Abraham Accords 2.0. I will partner with Israel to make sure Iran never is nuclear armed. But you know what I love about Israel? And I've been there probably in the last 10 years more than most people on this stage. You know what I love about them? I love their border policies. I love their tough on crime policies. I love that they have a national identity and an iron dome to protect their homeland. And so, yes, I want to learn from the friends that we're supporting. And what puzzles no, me is, no, I want to learn from those and apply you, those to protect it's our not homeland, that Nikki. Israel that needs is the America. answer. America needs Israel. Okay, they Governor DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, you were mentioned yeah. at the territorial dispute. Not only... Uh, no, it's not... Vivek is winning this, 100%. Your Nikki first is obligation yeah, okay. is to defend our country and its people. And that means you're sending all this money, but you're not doing what we need to do to secure our own border. We have tens of thousands oh, wow. of people who are being killed because well, we're not handling both. And so I am going to declare it a national emergency. I'm, I'm not going to send troops to Ukraine, but I am going to send them to our southern border. When these drug pushers are bringing fentanyl across the border, that's going to be the last thing they do. We're going to use force, and we're going to leave them stone cold dead. We're, we're actually going to move on to China. We're going to talk about China. Okay. The Governor Burgum. China has the biggest navy in the world, the biggest army in the world. Now they have warships, warships off the coast of Alaska. They are threatening Taiwan. In coming years, China will have 1,500 nuclear warheads, it's believed. The U.S. just arrested two sailors accused of spying for China within our military. So the question is, how would you deter China as a president, Bergen? Well. This is the number one issue we're facing, and of course we haven't been talking about it, and we act like that letting Russia win in the Ukraine uh, is like a gimme as opposed to a gift to China. 
Russia has become China's gas station. But how would we do it? Uh, the Biden administration is a complete fail. China <laughs> imports 10 million barrels of oil a day, more than any other country in the world. They do not even have all the food they need to feed everybody in that country. So they don't have energy security or food security. But the Biden administration sends Blinken, Yellen uh, over there. Uh, they, they're, they're over there trying, they don't even bring up energy because they're too busy trying to kill the U.S. energy here. And what we need to do is not mm. meetings, not press releases, uh, because something that would send a lot more than a press release is actually harpoon missiles. We need anti-ship missiles on Taiwan. The way that you have a war never start, which is the goal, the way you have peace through strength is that you actually have strength. You actually have deterrence. And what we have in, in, in what we've got going on in Ukraine is an example of when deterrence fail. What, we, what is an example there of Biden's disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan? The fact that he greenlighted Putin moving into Ukraine. And then now they see weakness. And when they see weakness, they make a move. And we have to be strong and we have to be strong both in Ukraine and we can solve the southern border. Absolutely, we can do that. Because guess what? There's only 19,000. 855 sure authorized people for the border patrol but they're not all staff because the biden administration doesn't enforce law enforcement but biden administration wanted to put 87,000 people in the irs as opposed to giving the money in this fort we need to our own border patrol okay senator scott on china that same question and i speak about china. let's let's fire the 87,000 irs agents and hire or double the number of Border Patrol agents. I just left Yuma, Arizona about two weeks ago. The most pressing need of the American people from a national security standpoint is our southern border. It has led to the death of 70,000 Americans because of fentanyl, plus six million illegal crossings since President Biden has taken office. Wasn't this about China? Hundred people on our national take security it the way you watch list it, right? have been caught huh? at our border. Answer the question How you many want to answer. Right? Have right, right. not been caught at our southern border. If we just spend ten billion dollars, we could finish the wall. For five billion more, we could have the military-grade technology to surveil our southern border to stop the flow of fentanyl and save seventy thousand americans a year that should be the priority of this government and as the next my prediction of the tim United scott States, makes no movement after this debate border wall no what is that tim scott's offered nothing makes no movement after this i think it's not just the seventy thousand from fentanyl we've He's lost two hundred thousand people to overdoses since biden took office that's 300 people a day we're taking mass casualties and those aren't that's a statistic <laughs> but these are sons and daughters nieces and nephews that we're losing we've got north dakota troops down there flying night helicopter missions from san diego to the gulf coast trying to stop these transnational criminal organizations they've got better funding on their side than we've got on our side. Speaking yeah. of which, Governor Hutchinson, speaking of which, Brent, images Brent, from Brent, earlier this month, Brent, Governor Hutchinson, with Mexico, with Vice President Mexico Pence, policy. images from there earlier this month. There we go. Drink. That's a Mike I'm Pence moment. Earlier this month, images showed suspected cartel members crossing into Texas with rifles. Do you consider this an invasion? Would you authorize lethal force along that? Will it? 
<laughs> there would be lethal force used by the Border Patrol, law enforcement as needed to protect the border. Absolutely. When you look at the military, the military has to be used for intelligence gathering purposes. This is not unusual. Whenever I was in the Bush administration, we went down there and met with President Vicente Fox of Mexico and asked his help in going after the cartels. And he looked at me and said, they're a problem to us as well. And so we joined together and we took down the Ariana Felix brothers leading the Tijuana cartel. And that made a difference. Ramon was shot and killed and Ben Amin was captured. Cooperation makes a difference. We cannot be successful going against the cartel unless we bring in Mexico as a partner. We have to use economic pressure to accomplish that. President Obrador has not been helpful, and we have to use economic pressure that this administration is not using. The rule of law has to matter on both sides of it. Okay. This is critical. I've done it. We know what needs to be done. The military has to be limited in its use. When after 9-11, we had the global war on terror, and guess what? we protected the border at the same time. You can do both. Okay, uh, let's go to Governor DeSantis. So as president, would you support sending U.S. Special Forces over the border into Mexico to take out fentanyl labs, to take out drug cartel operations? Would you support that kind of American military Use. Yes, and I will do it on day one. Here's the thing. The cartels are killing tens of thousands of our fellow citizens. You want to talk about a country in decline? You have the cartels controlling a lot of part of your southern border. We have to reestablish the rule of law, and we have to defend our people. The president of the United States has got to use all available powers as commander-in-chief to protect our country and to protect the people. So when they're coming across, yes, we're gonna use lethal force. Yes, we reserve the right to operate. How many more tens of thousands are we gonna let to die? I am sick. I've met angel moms throughout this country. I met a lady in, in Texas named Tracy and her son took one Percocet that was laced with fentanyl, immediately died. That is happening all across this country because of the poison that they are bringing in. So as president, would I use force? Would I treat them as foreign terrorist organizations? You're darn right I would. You know, Vice President Pence, <laughs> Vice President Pence, why would you be better at this issue than Governor DeSantis? Governor DeSantis on the campaign trail refers to your administration as not finishing the wall. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> Look, here we go. Be we secured the southern border. All right, yep. there we go. Drink. There you go drink. Reduced illegal immigration and asylum abuse by 90%. <laughs> when Joe Biden took over, he threw open the southern border yes. of the United States, and the wave of humanity, the wave of fentanyl <laughs> that's been eloquently described here is, is, a, is a wave of human tragedy across this country. But Martha, you began this evening talking about who is best prepared to be the next president of the United States. And I have to tell you, with all humility, I, I was there when we negotiated uh, through the government shutdown and got the funding available to build the wall. 
I was negotiating on Capitol Hill around the clock. Oh, I God. negotiated the Remain in Mexico policy on behalf of the president he of the United even States. Know. And AC, you're so That's right. That's the thing. He doesn't even it's know. because we used economic With pressure all humility. He to bring know. the Mexicans to the table, and they allowed us to have people wait in Mexico while they applied for asylum and ended asylum abuse. Uh, overnight, Ganser, we got the Mexicans to deploy their National Guard to their southern border so ago, and, uh, and to our southern border as never before. And I want to promise you, as President of the United States of America, we'll I will engage charger. Mexico the exact same way, and we will partner with the Mexican military, and we will hunt down and destroy the cartels that are claiming lives in the United States of America. Okay, thank you. A another issue that is related to this is that almost 7 million migrants have crossed this border, our southern border, during the Biden administration. So, Governor Christie, what would you do about the 7 million who are here? How would you handle them? What would you do? Look, Martha, the first thing we need to do is to stop any more from coming. That's the first thing we need to do. Then the next thing we need to do with the folks that are here is to, again, as we've talked about all night tonight, we have to have law and order in this country. We have to enforce the law. And what that means is to make sure that people who come here illegally are not rewarded for being here illegally. We have so many wonderful people from around the world who are waiting in line following the law to try to come here and pursue the American dream. And those people are waiting and waiting and waiting <laughs> because we haven't dealt with the problem of the folks who are here we have to have them detained. We have to make sure that they are not rewarded for having broken the law. And one last thing on this fentanyl issue. With China, we can't take our eye off of that ball. Right. Yes, it's important that we secure the border. Very important, as I just said. But China is sending these chemicals to these drug cartels for them to create the fentanyl that is killing hundreds of thousands of our citizens. The Chinese are engaging in an act of war against us, killing our citizens. We better make that priority one in our conversations with China and to try to straighten that relationship out because if we don't, we're going to lose more and more of our citizens. I, I just want to clarify, would you send those people <laughs> Three back? people clap. Of course. You'd have to. We have a lot of issues that Americans care about. Next up, we're going to talk about the crisis in education. I got to admit, I got a little bored towards the end. That was, a, that was a long segment there. Yeah, and you're coming off that high, like, where they're going after each other. There's so yeah. much to cover. Jesse, you got to get into this. Well, I mean, bit. the first thing that they did was, you know, Chris Christie, Mike Pence, and Asa Hutchinson. Like I said on the show last time, uh, which was just yesterday, I pointed out, you know, these people don't support Trump if Trump is the nominee. And uh, they, they just admitted there. And, you know... If that's the debate criteria, why are they allowed on stage? Why is Perry Johnson and Larry Elder because not on there? Because there's a pledge, right? So there's yeah, a pledge that says the you beat Biden pledge to which get means, on the stage. You got to sign a pledge, and yep. they're basically saying they're not going to abide by that pledge. Well, right? It's just exactly. Proving they're liars. That's oh yeah. What it no, is. I mean Shocker. they're liars. hundred percent. Politicians but, lying. You know, but why would the RNC allow them to sign that pledge uh, and allow them to be on stage if we everybody already knew that they weren't going to support them? Right. You know, I, I think Tim Scott is maybe doing the worst though. Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, you know, she's got a little bit of fire, but, you know, it's all for the wrong reasons. When you look at the discussion of what was happening on Ukraine there, uh, Vivek, you know, Vivek is killing it right now. He's yeah. a standout. Okay. This you know, is the, the whole, uh, yeah. you know, testing yeah. the— Very te good. Oh, yeah, that was that was a perfect move because that's what DeSantis was doing. But, you know, I'll, I'll admit, DeSantis is doing better than I would have guessed.
Yeah, but I think DeSantis is coming down a little bit. I mean, the big loser night, Tim Scott, just come across as a politician. Yeah, he's a- better a- at rallies a- than a- he is. He does do nothing. You know, it's Jake. Please go on a rant. I I I gotta pee. Yeah, yeah. I, I will definitely go on a rant. I kind of gotta do too. <laughs> well, you guys just get you gotta pee, pee or you gotta yeah. rant. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the problem. We'll just go pee then. All right, jeez, bathroom breaks here. My problem is this Ukrainian issue. And I love the fact you guys are on board with me on this issue. Um, if you I, happen I to be back. grabbing a beer, would you grab me one too? Sure. Oh, right. yeah, by the way, before I forget, Howenstein, Howenstein. Tucker, Tucker, you were on to something. Very good, yeah. I um, I got. I don't think I've ever had it. New Ulm, not known for Howenstein, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very good. Shells, probably better than Shells. I think I like it better than Shells, so... What awesome really, job. what really surprised me is how like Nikki hasn't been passionate about anything except for Ukraine. She was like yelling. She was like, and Israel stern yelling at her husband right. about Ukraine and Israel. But this bugs the shit. Not America. Me. This bugs the shit. I'm, and you can hear in the audience. This is the thing. This is where, and you know, sure, I've been a Republican delegate and stuff like that over the years, but. 2012, 2008 kind of opened my mind to how it's just a uniparty. And and when it comes to foreign policies, it's a uniparty. The idea that I don't know what it's like for you guys. I got a family of five, right? Okay, three little kids. I feel inflation. I got to write that check. I got to pay quarterly payments to the IRS. I write that damn check. to, And then I know that it's going over to fund some freaking foreign war. In Ukraine, a corrupt government, I feel bad. All of us feel bad for any of these people that have their houses being bombed. Obviously, Vladimir Putin's a terrible guy. But the idea that I'm paying for this bullshit, you want to talk about the atrocities in Ukraine? I get it. What about the atrocities all over the planet? Still this day. Or in Afghanistan's a great example, right? Should we just be in Afghanistan for another 40 years too? How about North Korea? The issue here is you're taking money from me. Actually, it's worse. You're not even really taking money from me. What you're doing is you're printing money, devaluing the dollar, so the purchasing power of my savings is far less. You're eroding away the future of our children for some foreign entanglement with a nuclear power who's getting pushed to China. This is nonsense. This is stupid. And Vivek is the only guy with common sense on that stage. The only guy willing to bring it up. And I can't stand I'm I Honestly... Foreign politics really bugs the shit out of me. It's a uniparty. Thank you, sir. We're back. I'm done with my rant. Who paid for that rant, Jake? No one paid for that rant. That's just I how know. I feel. It's unpaid. It's I, unpaid I paid as for a this rant. rant. Thank there you. you go. <laughs> deep declines uh, for reading and math for 15-year-olds and 13-year-olds. Governor DeSantis, you would eliminate, you said, the Department of Education. But as president, would you still have a responsibility to fix this crisis as we see it? Absolutely. The decline in education is one of the major reasons why our country is in decline. We need education in this country, not indoctrination in this country. And in Florida, that was going to be your drinking game, wasn't it? Florida, we stood up for what education, we not indoctrination. Oh, yeah. COVID, and a lot of the problems that we've seen are because these lockdown states lock their kids out of school for a year, year and a half. That was wrong. We stood up. I took a lot of fire for that. I was uh, I was pilloried by the media, but I stood for our kids. And as president, I'll stand for you and your kids as well. But we have to make sure that what our schools are doing is focusing on solid academics. <laughs> Thanks, Tucker. Florida, That's nice of you. We eliminated critical <laughs> race theory from our K-12 schools. 
We eliminated gender ideology from our K through 12 schools. And we have elevated the importance of American civics and teaching our kids about the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. As president, I'm gonna lead an effort to increase civic understanding and knowledge of our Constitution. We cannot be graduating students that don't have any foundation in what it means to be an American. Mr. Ramaswamy, Mr. Ramaswamy, Mr. Peck. Mr. Ramaswamy, hold on, Senator Scott. You've said that the Department of Education, the FBI, the ATF, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, the IRS, the Department of Commerce, many of these should not exist. Yeah. That's correct. So to the education question, how would you deal with the crisis? So look, we have a crisis of achievement. Let's shut down the head of the snake, the Department of Education. Take that $80 billion, put it in the hands of parents across this country. This is the civil rights issue of our time. Allow any parent to choose where they send their kids to school. End the teachers' unions at the local level to allow public schools to compete. And then revive our national identity where every high school senior should have to pass the same civics test that frankly every immigrant, including my mother, had to pass oh, in order that. to become a citizen of this country. And the fact of the matter is, look, there's a part of education policy that also rests with the family. I didn't grow up in money, but you know the word privilege gets used a lot? Well, you know what, I did have the ultimate privilege of two parents in the house with a focus on educational achievement. And I want every kid to enjoy that. So part of the problem is we also have a federal government that pays single women more not to have a man in the house than to have a man in the house, contributing mm. to an epidemic of fatherlessness. And I think that goes hand in glove with the education Stealing crisis Larry as well, Elder's because thunder. we have to remember, education starts with the family, and the nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to mankind. Real quick, Tucker, thank you for the rumble rant. <laughs> boys playing in girls sports is the women's issue of our time you said that even though you signed a ban on this in North Dakota that there hadn't been one instance where it was actually needed are you saying that you think that too much is made of this issue no, I'm saying in North Dakota, we made a priority of protecting women's sports, and we've done that uh, in our state. Uh, but I would absolutely do that. But I do think when we start talking about education and we think that we're going to have a federal government one-size-fits-all, we're just completely losing track of the fact that education differs by states. Some, some school districts are doing a fantastic job, some less so. But the idea that every school district, state, and every teacher is somehow indoctrinating people is just false. You know, when I was building a company from scratch, you know, with small town kids, and we went, you know, grew up in a town of 300, but we built a global company in 132 countries with over 100,000 customers. We listened to those customers. We spent time with them. We talked to them. We did that. And as governor, well, education is one of the biggest part of a this state. This is budget. a so candidate Tim Walls endorsed, by the way. <laughs> Bill Gates Burger. The students, the student finds out. I'm going to go to every class with them. I don't sit and lecture school districts how to do it. I go and see the experience. And there's a lot of things that have to change. But what needs to change in education is it's innovation. We're doing it the same way we did it 50 years ago with innovation, not regulation. I would get rid of the Department of Education. I would give block grants to schools, but I'd give them on merit based on who's doing the most innovative. I just got done holding the seventh annual governor's conference on innovation education you should see what the people are doing when you get you cut loose the red tape get the burden off their back they care teachers in this country the vast majority of them care about those kids they're working in low-paying jobs and they're fighting fighting for those kids <laughs> and their <laughs> no, families governor, governor Haley, you said that this is the women's issue
issue of our time. First, I'll, I'll tell you, as you know, as a parent, the one thing you want is for your child to have a better life than you did. And we can talk about all of these things, and there's a lot of crazy woke things happening in schools, but we've got to get these kids reading. If a child can't read by third grade, they're four times less likely to graduate high school. So we need to make sure we bring in reading remediation all over this country. We need transparency in the classroom because parents should never have to wonder what's being said or taught to their children in the classroom. Parents need to be deciding which schools their kids go to because they know best. And let's put vocational classes back into the high schools. Let's teach our kids to build things You know, again. I don't like this segment because they're all going to say that, the same damn that thing. Innovation, mm -hmm. That's yep. when it'll get back. And yes, I will always say I'm going to fight for girls all day long because strong girls become strong women. Strong women become strong leaders. Another. And biological boys don't belong in the locker rooms of any of I'm our not, girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Lightning round. Lightning, yeah, here we go. Gotta have the lightning round. What would we do without the lightning round? Gotta have the lightning round. President Biden will be 82 years old on Inauguration Day. Nearly 70% of Americans say that he is too old to serve. Should presidents have to pass a mental and physical <laughs> test in order to serve Vice President Pence? Well, I, it might be a good idea to have everybody in Washington, D.C. pass a mental and... <laughs> but, but yeah. uh, 30 seconds, no. The Not American answer. people can make those judgments. But let me say, I, I'm running for president of the United States because <laughs> we don't need a president who's too old. And we don't need a president who's too young. We need a president who's been there. We need a president who knows how Congress works, how the White House works, how states worked. And on this education issue, Martha, I was fighting against No Child Left Behind when Republicans were doubling the Department of Education. I'll also shut down the Federal Department of Education. And when I was governor, we doubled the size. Go ahead, of the interrupt them. What do you guys say? Uh, Razzle Dazzles gave us a $5 rumble rant, says drink for the words technicality, state establishment, rhinos, and swamp. Or and Trump. Technicality, though, $5 is not enough to establish a rule. It's got to be $10. You want a civics test or public service for those under 25 to be able to vote. So the question is, do you want a mental acuity test for presidents over 75? I believe in the people of this country to tell the difference between somebody who's an automaton and somebody who's actually a thinking agent in the White House, which we don't have in there today. And I will tell you, I want to address Vice President Pence's comment. I don't think that I trust I think we do need somebody of a different generation to lead this nation forward. Look at the way I've run this campaign. Go into the south side of Chicago to Kensington in the middle of Philadelphia where traditional Republican candidates don't go. We have an opportunity to build a multi-ethnic working class majority to deliver a landslide. And I think I'm the only candidate in this race, young or old, black or white, to bring all of those voters along to deliver a Reagan 1980 revolution. Same, We're going to do it in 2024. Same question. Okay. Now vote in a presidential election until 2020. I will answer that. So what? This is a lightning round, not rolling thunder. <laughs> Governor Hutchinson, you have 30 seconds on the same question. Uh, on education, first of all, look at Arkansas. We have to compete with China. I built computer science education. We led the nation in computer science education, going from 1,100 students to 23,000 students. Right, hey, uh, just turn it down right now it. real quick because no one cares about Ada. Uh, so we've got a official rule drink for the words deep state 
establishment rhinos and swamp or and Trump mega. That's a big rule. That's like saying the rule is for the and but. I mean, come on. That's not fair. All right. William, fair enough. Something. Brad Ganser supported it. Say something. Where's your microphone? Is your microphone off? Is your, is your microphone off? Did the battery die on your microphone? I think the battery died on his microphone. No, no one even noticed. Come over here. No one even noticed. Have you guys not been hearing me this what? whole time? I can hear you right now, actually. Yeah. Oh. I, I think it, his it, mic's working. It has not been long, no. I just, oh, wait. It's back on. Okay. Yeah, I, I, was gonna say, I was hearing it. Cool. Come here anyways. Yeah. We want others to follow. Oh, but it's red. On education. The only way we change education in this nation is to break the backs of the teachers' unions. They are standing in the doorhouse of our kids, locking them into failing schools and locking them out of the greatest future they could have. Vivek got exposed by Bill Maher. I got to watch that. I don't know about that. Would you support some uh, I, I watched the interview. We can get okay, into hold that. Hold that thought. I'm somebody that. that volunteered to serve, inspired like, by uh, September 11th, just joined. and Welcome. I deployed to Iraq. Uh, alongside U.S. Navy SEALs. Oh, twice like now. Fallujah, twice Romani. now. I, that's, uh, I don't like that what he's doing there. Me. You know, when I you don't like that. that. That type yeah. of environment. That's kind of sneaky what he's doing your there. personal agenda, you check it at the door. You go there, and it's about focusing on the mission above this all is, else. This is what's really sneaky about it. it he's a and JAG officer. I'm not saying his service isn't great, but he's sneaking in by Navy SEALs. It's like it's not like you were knocking down doors. It's not the same. Yeah. That's kind of sneaky. Yeah. As a veteran, I, I'm not. I don't like what he's doing there. All he did was work at Guantanamo Bay <laughs> and torture people. Oh, God. UFO question now. Here we go. UFO question? Come on, man. Come on, man. We've been hearing a lot of testimony in Congress. Deep State's trying to trick us. Sigh up here. You know, there are things going on that people aren't aware of. We're so such a serious country. Look at us. Look how serious we are. Would you level with the American people about what the government knows about these possible Look, Martha, encounters? And especially coming from a woman from New Jersey, <laughs> I, I think it's horrible that just because I'm from New Jersey, you asked me about unidentified flying objects <laughs> and Martians. Um, we're different, but we're not that different. Um, <laughs> Look, this is so goofy. Why? Coordinates. Is, to level with the is this boomer humor? Is that what this is, Dawson? Well, he's, not get, he's not going to answer the question. The he's going to answer whatever he wants. Right. The job of the President of the United States is to be a role model for our children she asked about and aliens. our grandchildren. That's so not true. It's UFOs or this problem of education. And Tim's right, by the way. And I started well, Brad, I see what you're saying with Ventura, but I think Ventura can say he's a seal. Them down to an all-time low popularity rating because they were putting themselves Different. before our kids. That is the biggest threat to our country, not UFOs. He's like, okay. he's saying like Ventura when he was up, saying he was a seal. Okay, oh, right let's let's address that real quick. So Ventura was part of what became the Navy SEALs. So I think it's fair for Ventura to say that and respected you know, in the community because, you know, um, I can't think of what they were called before the Navy SEALs, but it, that was the progression, right? Yeah. But it's a different thing when the Sanctimonious is saying it because he's, he said it twice now, and I see the sleight of hand. 
He's acting as if he's got like some courageous position in the military. And I'm not trying to shit on his time in the military, right? Okay? Like he was a JAG officer. It is what it is. But you're kind of like sliding in there like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was with, I was in bed with the Navy SEALs. Like, you weren't knocking down doors, right? You might have been giving them like rules of engagement. Mm -hmm. You said he was in bed with Navy SEALs? (laughs) Embedded. (laughs) Easy. Easy. I know it's late. It's late for our show, right? It's almost 10 o'clock. It's crazy. I'm a little drunk off of that Coke I drink. This one's got actual sugar in it. All right, uh, Jesse. We needed you to talk about something. Yeah, here. That, that, I, I, I'm interested. What you thought? Uh, it was Skuma Legend that had said something about Vivek and Bill Maher. That's it. Yes. And uh, what did you find out about? Well, that? I, it was an interesting interview. Uh, I'm curious what you thought was the the big thing uh, that uh, you thought you know Bill Maher put him in his place for because. Uh, I thought generally that Vivek did it pretty well, but Bill Maher also told him a couple of times, like, don't rap. <laughs> you look, you know, you look, uh, you know, basically like it's a, uh, who who is the Howard Dean? He, he was saying it's a Howard Dean moment. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I can't remember exactly what it was that, I, I did watch the interview between them, but, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting if Skuma Legend has a specific thing that he thought Vivek uh, got owned on uh, during that interview. Uh, but you know, let me. My thoughts on Vivek. Obviously, Vivek is the guy I'm liking the most in this debate. Right. Um, I think of it many in many regards like Neil Shaw. Okay, who's running for governor here in Minnesota? Yeah, he. He's and I don't mean some... that just because they're both Indian. Okay, got it. Neil would actually think that's <laughs> no, but the, the, but there, it's there's that, similarities. Yeah, the way they present, the way they talk. Well, because their, their education. A, a lot of people in their culture, you know, did put an emphasis on education. They became very smart. And Neil didn't seem to connect with some delegates, which is why he did not win the endorsement. And I thought it was because they didn't think of him as being authentic. Now, I know Neil Shaw. I'm like, that guy's really authentic, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just really smart. So I'm kind of like, is that part of what's going on with Vivek? Like a mm-hmm. wicked smart guy, very productive, very successful. Mm-hmm. He's, he's being coached. He's obviously got advisors. you got to say this. These are talking points. And then it's kind of coming across as fake. I don't know. Yeah. I'm hoping no, that's the case. It's interesting. But at least he took their courageous stance on the Ukraine. Because you yeah. hear the audience, there's a big diversion. I, in the I do think that Vivek is he's leaning further to the right than he probably actually is. He's trying to win the primary. He's yeah. trying to uh, you know, position himself number two behind Trump. Uh, so he, he's definitely playing a game. You know, you can't you can't run for president and not play the game. So he he's playing the game, he's trying to win over these voters. Uh, I, I think it's more genuine than not, and uh, I agree with you. When I look at the candid- the eight candidates that are up there, I agree most with Vivek. And uh, so, yeah, no, I, I'm basically on the same page. Uh, you know, one of the discussions that was going on there was about age. Uh, I don't necessarily agree that it has to be a young person. It doesn't have to be an old person. It doesn't have to be, like Mike Pence said, he's in the middle. <laughs> you know, Mike Pence said, you know, kind of like a... Uh, w- what's that uh, nursery rhyme? You know, the the little bear, the mama bear, the <laughs> papa bear. You guys know what I'm talking about. That just right no, is what in is, the middle. I, I, Goldilocks. Goldilocks. No, yeah, no, Goldilocks. I was trying to. Like, you, you know why I know that? <laughs> yes, I know. I was trying to put them. Do you know, do you know why I know that? Why? Why do you know? My that? ancestors, brothers Grimm. Hmm. That's kind of what interesting. Yeah. But yeah. I, 
on Vivek, you know, one, one thing he was a little bit, you know, he might be the most anti-Israel candidate on that stage, but he sounds a little pro-Israel for me. Uh, but but to be honest, that's what you know you're going to find in basically any Republican primary. But uh, you or know, Democrat primary too. In many oh regards, yeah, right? oh yeah, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, no, it's. I'll, I'll be honest. Based on the way that things have gone so far, I think that Asa Hutchinson and Tim Scott are the real losers so far. Uh, Chris Christie, he he's having like a a, a C tier, mid tier performance. He's not doing. You know, this isn't the Chris Christie of 2016. Chris mm-hmm. Christie is not. You know, he doesn't have the same level of energy. Uh, he he's using recycled attacks. He is. I, I think that's a great point. We're coming back to this yep. debate. He is using recycled attacks. But Doug Burgum, despite him being a complete rhino, he's doing better than I expected. I 100% agree with you. I think Doug Burgum is. He's in the middle right now. People which are is probably crazy. like, I don't know who this guy is. Sounds okay. Yeah. Better than funded, Nikki Haley. Funded by Bill Gates. Hundred thousand dollars to build from yeah. Bill Gates. His reelection in North Dakota. Right. So that's all you need to know. Having a good performance, but not much there. Right. That number has now plummeted to just thirty-nine percent. In his pitch to get to the Oval Office, President Reagan called America the shining city on a hill, a beacon of hope and optimism. So in your closing statement tonight, please tell American voters why you are the person who can inspire this nation to a better day. These are 45 seconds, and we begin with Governor Burgum. I understand why America's hurting. Biden's inflation is choking us. I grew up in a small town. My dad died when I was freshman in high school. My mom, widow of three, went back to work. Every job I had growing up, was one where I took a shower at the end of the day, not at the beginning of the day. Our, our cities are less safe because of the fentanyl pouring into this country. Our economy is being crushed by Biden's energy policies, which are raising the cost of every product you buy, not just the gasoline at the pump. One thing that I'll do as president, I'll secure the border. I'll get this economy sprinting, not crawling like it is right now. <clears throat> and I would say that other thing is for sure. When I'm He's on a choking. horseback he seems really in the nervous. Badlands in North Dakota, it looks like the horizon is just limitless. And when you can almost see beyond that horizon, you can see that this great country, our future is unlimited. But we've got to focus on innovation, not regulation. We've got to cut the red tape. We've got to drive ourselves forward. The way we win the Cold War with China is by growing our economy and through innovation. And as president, I will... Bring out the best of America. Ooh. I will improve every American life. Governor well, we Hutchinson. hope you're back on your horse soon, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> Governor Hutchinson. <laughs> Our nation is in trouble, and it's in trouble because of failed leadership. And the solution is not four more years of Joseph Biden. The solution is not four more years of Donald Trump. The solution is new leadership that can bring bold ideas to America and to bring out the best of America. A president's number one responsibility oh, we have to is drink. to bring he said out Trump. the best yep. of our people. That's what Ronald Reagan did. And he did it with optimism and hope for our country, with a consistent conservatism. That's exactly what I bring. As president, I'll bring out the best of America in terms of individual responsibility, building our economy, in terms of securing our border, enforcing the rule of law. I'll bring out the best of America in terms of our national character, our faith, and our hope for the future. Join in this fight, asa2024.com. Thank you, Senator Scott. No one's going there. No one's going there. Yeah. Thank you. I was a disillusioned young man 
Growing up in a single-parent household, mired in poverty. I wondered if the American dream was real for a kid like me. I can stand before you today and say the dream is alive, it is well, and it is healthy. I had the good fortune of a mom mm. who worked 16-hour days making sure we have food on our tables. She taught me that if you're able-bodied in America, you work. If you take out a loan, you pay it back. If you commit a violent crime, you go to jail. <laughs> and if God made you a man, you play sports against men. Mm. <laughs> I'm Tim Scott. I'm asking you for your vote. And if you're in Iowa, I'm asking you to caucus for me. You can go to votetimscott.com no one's going there. for the more plug. information or to make a contribution. No one's going Governor there. Governor Christie. That's okay. That was his best line of the night, though. No one's going there. Everybody on this stage wants to be the next president of the United States. And the only way that's going to happen is if we beat Joe Biden. I'm the only one on this stage who's ever beaten a Democratic incumbent in an election. I did it in a deep blue state, being outspent three to one. Beating a Democratic incumbent is not easy. The last Democratic incumbent president who was defeated was Jimmy Carter. And he was defeated by a conservative governor from a blue state who knew how to get results, who stood for the truth, who cared about accountability, and stood strong and hard against waste. Those are the very things that I did in my eight years as governor of New Jersey, and it's exactly what I'll do <laughs> as president of the United States. Believe me, the Democrats want some other nominee who's never beaten the Democratic incumbent. I'm the one who can win this race, and if you give me the chance, I will restore our country by winning it. Thank you. Governor Haley. Several weeks ago, I dropped my husband, Michael, a combat veteran from Afghanistan, off at 4 a.m. for another year-long deployment. <laughs> I watched him and 230 soldiers pick up their two duffel bags of belongings to go to a country they'd never been, all in the name of protecting America. If they are willing I'm to sure that's protect what it's about. us from there, I'm we should saying. be willing I'm to sure fight that's what for America about. here. I will beat Joe Biden, and he knows that. I will strengthen our economy and we'll bring this inflation down. We will put transparency in the classroom. We will secure our borders. We will have the backs of our law enforcement and we will make sure we have a strong national security. And once again, we will make sure we have an America that is strong and proud. We have a country to save. Join us. Go Let me clarify. Daily. That's why I didn't want to stay in the military longer because it's like, you're not, it's not America's interest. You're not defending America. Yeah, it's foreign entanglement. I, I was that's thinking your husband just wants to get away from her. <laughs> I think that's Ouch. why he's going on deployment. That, that was low. <laughs> Joe Biden has uh, weakened America at home and abroad. The disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, their war on energy, runaway spending that launched the worst inflation in 40 years, a crisis at our southern border, an assault on our values and liberties, and the American people have had enough. But I know we can bring it back. But different times call for different leadership. The Republican Party owes the American people the choice. Proven leadership at the national level that knows how to move a conservative agenda forward. We proved in the Trump-Pence years you can turn this country around faster mm. than you can imagine. And I have faith yep, we will again. Got a drink, got a drink on that one, people, A good, decent, hardworking, faith-filled, idealistic people in this country. And I have faith that God is not done with America yet. And if we will renew our faith in one another and renew our faith in him who has ever guided this nation since we arrived on these wilderness shores, I know the best days for the greatest nation on earth are yet to come.
Thank you. Mr. Ramaswamy. I was born in 1985, and I grew up into a generation where we were taught to celebrate our diversity and our differences so much that we forgot all of the ways we are really just the same as Americans, bound by a common set of ideals that set this nation into motion in 1776. And this is our moment to revive those common ideals. God is real. There are two genders. Fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Reverse racism is racism. An open border is not a border. Parents determine the education of their children. The nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to man. Capitalism lifts us up from poverty. There are three branches of government, not four. And the U.S. Constitution, it is the strongest guarantor of freedom in human history. That is what won us the American Revolution. That is what will win us the revolution of 2024. Thanks for letting me introduce myself tonight. Thank you. Governor <laughs> <laughs> That cheesy Say smile. Governor? Say something. <laughs> That's this so fake. What was that? We will send Joe Biden back to his basement and we will reverse the decline of this country. I'm a blue collar kid. I work minimum wage that was jobs really weird. to be able to make mm -hmm. ends meet. I understand the importance of the American what, what, dream, what was that? and I know how that slipped away from so <laughs> many millions of Americans. You froze for a second. You had to reboot, well, I really think. Weird. I'm a veteran <laughs> who served in Iraq. Pulling I know what it means to the Navy SEALs. above self. I'm also a yeah. dad and a husband to six, five, and three-year-old. I understand the importance of protecting parents' rights and the well-being of our children. In Florida, we showed it could be done. I made promises, and I delivered on all of those promises. 2024 is make or break. We're not getting a mulligan. No excuses. I will get the job done. And as your president, I will not let you down. God bless you all. That was really weird. That was not, not, that didn't hit. The reason that was so weird is that he's smiling. And then it's like, it took him a while. He's like, okay, now I got to be mad, right? I got to be passionate. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, what a weird ending. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I, I saw Tucker in the comments there. He was saying uh, Laura Loomer is, uh, you know, suggesting that uh, DeSantis might be autistic. I don't know. You know, he, he kind of comes off that say. way sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know. I can't take Laura Let, Loomer let's do, seriously. Yeah, let's do like. Oh, come on. You know, Laura Loomer, obviously, she, she's oh, going to bend for Trump. You know, but, but that doesn't mean that she's not exposing some truth. Let's do like five or ten minutes, and then we'll sign off. we got to stay fair to to uh, do tomorrow but um i wanted to see in the comment section who you guys thought won okay see brad ganser thought it was a vivek win vivek how do you say it vivek vivek vivek, vivek. well i think trump won i mean you know trump I, didn't have to be there trump was 100 percent right they didn't have to be there i think the debate kind of happened exactly as i expected it to happen i figured that christie and uh vivek would be going at it i figured that DeSantis wasn't going to be going at vivek or anybody i figured that DeSantis was just trying to uh maintain the idea, just the the notion of what he wants us to think he is. Uh, so I think that he successfully did that, at least for one more debate. Uh, but I, I would say Vivek, of the participants that were there, I'd say Vivek did the ba uh, he did the best job. But and from your unbiased opinion, um, it was Trump that won. Uh, Trump won. Okay. I mean, Trump didn't have to be there, and I can't <laughs> wait to uh, watch the interview yeah. between him and Tucker Carlson because uh, – 
how can, you know, obviously it doesn't make any sense for him to have been in that debate. And Chris Christie, you know, everybody was saying, watch out for Chris Christie. This guy's going to drop the hammer. When we were was saying it? that, too. Where was the hammer? There so was no hammer. We all thought that, though, right? Huh? Because you were saying that, too. Bad well, Harry. You never know. You know, I always kind of thought, you know, does he have the same energy? Does Is he going to be able to land these things? And like I was saying in the beginning here, he's doing the exact same attacks they did on Marco Rubio against Vivek. That's very it true. doesn't work. He said, oh, it's just another Obama. Well, and then Vivek came back at him with, well, you loved uh, you loved Obama, too. You know, you gave him a big, big hug. hug. Yeah, when he came into town, bad at Harry Vivek, frosty girl Vivek, Brad Ganser, Trump wasn't on stage, coward. Mm-hmm. Bro, bro's Billy 22 says tomorrow. Trump. He's busy. Skuma legend Trump all day. Oh, yeah. Uh, it looks like Vivek and... So let's just go through the list here. We got Doug Burgum. I think we talked about that, Doug Burgum. At this point, for people that don't know that he's fully funded by uh, Bill Gates, Pamela uh, says Vivek, mm-hmm. representative, former representative Eric Mortensen Vivek. That mm. means something to you. Mort, who will be on a show tomorrow, catch us live. We'll probably be covering Trump um, actually being arrested. Sounds you, you really guys should, funny uh, saying that, right? It's crazy. It's, it's sad that we're not going to be there. We're going to be at the You're state, gonna be a state fair. fair, but we're going to be bringing you guys in live at the state yep. fair. You guys should analyze the Trump Tucker uh, video that was released tonight. Yes, great point. Uh, Debalu says Vivek on mm-hmm. there. So Burgum um, did a good job. People just don't know this guy fully funded. Just and, and a rhino too, by the way. He got yeah. he got uh, a primary challenger from <clears throat> Doctor. What's doc, the Doctor? What, I can't think of the name. Who was the guy that challenged him in North Dakota? It was a oh, doctor. No, you're thinking of Senate, but you're thinking of Rick Becker. Yeah. Rick Becker. That's he ran for U.S. Senate, after yeah. governor. Oh, okay. Yeah, but no, Rick okay, Becker, I am, he, he's basically, that right. you're, you're right. The Rick Becker is, he's the liberty conservative voice yeah. of North Dakota. And uh, Doug Burgum, obviously, he's in a way different camp. But I was surprised by his performance. I thought Doug Burgum did way better than expected. And, you know, he's not on any kind of a pain medication. After, you know, the Achilles tear, which obviously is a little bit impressive because if he's willing to not take any pain medication because he doesn't want... For Achilles it, tear? I've I've torn my Achilles. Just yeah. be a man. That's yeah, that, that's not, you true. Need, you don't need pain pills for that. Yeah, but, but, but you know, regardless, you know, I'm sure that was obviously on his mind as he was debating. What's that? I, I was... I was... He was... He tore his Achilles, but which which president was it that got freaking shot? And just kept going. Oh, that Teddy. was Teddy Roosevelt. I yeah. always go. I, uh, oh, that's yeah. like yeah. the Teddy, peak Teddy Roosevelt. I mean, modern day progressive in many ways. Right. But, uh, badass. Badass dude. Well, and, you know, Here's the thing I always think about. Presidents used to, like, travel and camp. And <laughs> he, like, went and camped in Yosemite for, like, I don't know, weeks. Mm. How badass is that? Trump mm. should bring that back <laughs> when he's president again. Uh, yeah. Doug Burgum. Okay, so we learned that. Chris Christie. Loser tonight, right? Yeah, I just turned it, it was, on him. it was, that was so funny. I mean, honestly, funny. you know, we know, we know what his strategy was. We know what he was trying to get at. You know, he didn't hit the notes that he was trying to hit. He he didn't look great. You know, he, he didn't look as bad as maybe a, an Asa Hutchinson. Uh, but, you know, I, I think Chris Christie did not have the performance that everybody was expecting. Everybody was expecting him to come in there and do something big. And it never happened. I mean, he pushed. He definitely pushed. I would say here and there. And but and, and Nikki Haley pushed end, too a lot too. So what's that? He gave up towards the end. Well, Nikki yeah, Haley yeah. didn't Yeah, Chris push. Christie got quiet at the end there. Yeah, he did. It's mm-hmm. just so interesting how the dynamics, and that's partly because Mike Pence was trying to push, and 
Yeah. Isn't that cute when Mike Pence tries to be assertive? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's and, and by the way, I didn't know Mike Pence read the Bible. That was news <laughs> to me. So Wait, interesting. What? I I'll, was, I'll never I'm attack. So, I, the pandering. I'll, I know, but the pandering. No, I just so I, abs- it's, I can't stand the pandering. Okay, I, don't th- the I, I don't think it's pandering in his case. It's like pandering. We can make fun of Mike Pence for a million things. I'll never make fun of him for his faith. I think he is serious. In I'm not making fun of him for the faith. I'm making fun of him for the pandering. I, I can't I don't take anything he says seriously. You know, he was sitting there saying he's a constitutionalist. Yeah. So I'm supposed to believe him that he's a constitutionalist too? Or are we taking him as word for everything? Right. No way. I'm not taking him as word for anything. You know, we can't trust Mike Pence. You know, he's sitting there. And that was one thing that really I didn't like because Chris Christie said multiple times, he said that Trump wants to suspend the Constitution. Trump never said that. Trump was basically just saying that we live in a country where the Constitution isn't respected. How do we deal with a system like that? That was what, you know, Trump was saying. Chris Christie wants to, you know, flip the words around. And Vivek was, you know, 100% right on to say, you know, you're the one who's running out of vengeance. You're the one who's running out of anger. You know, because that's exactly what Chris Christie's whole campaign is. Chris Christie is, you know, just trying to shapeshift into whatever he thinks that, you know, either people want to hear or what he thinks will get him a CNN or MSNBC job. Uh, because, you know, Chris Christie, he, he supported Trump in 2016, one of the first people to endorse him. Mm-hmm. He supported him in 2020. He wanted to be his VP. He wanted to be his attorney general. And now Chris Christie has a problem? I don't believe it. Chris Christie just wants to climb up the ladder and make even more money. Well, his, his mind changed on January 6th, of yeah. course, don't you know? I guess uh, so. so Mike Pence, no movement, right? Literally, that was terrible. no movement. Yeah, he this, did terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did what we thought he was going to do. So I see no movement there. Yeah. Uh, big loser night, Tim Scott, in my opinion. What yeah. Do you think? yeah. Uh, I think Tim Scott, too, because, you know, I expected better from him. I, I thought that he was at least going to get maybe a moment or two where it's kind of like, oh, I see what he's saying there. But, you know, honestly, like I was saying, Doug Burgum did better than him. Right. And so if Doug Burgum's outperforming you in a debate, you know you're toast. And yeah, but Burgum at least comes from the private sector. That's the thing. Is like Tim Scott just leans into, I'm a politician. I'm a D.C. Mm-hmm. insider. Yeah. That's the problem. And he looked nervous. He, he didn't look like he was ready for that. He didn't look like he was ready for the moment. Yeah. I, I think Burgum looked kind of nervous. At least his ending was kind of weird. Yeah. Like you could, you could hear it in his voice. He's a little bit uncomfortable. Um. Let's see here. Let's so Hutchinson. We'll just dispel that Hutchinson yeah. non-factor. Yeah, I mean, really, what what is he doing on stage? Give me Perry Johnson any day over that guy, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, um, okay. Let Let's talk about DeSantis, DeSanctimonious, as mm-hmm. Trump likes to call him. He had a handful of good moments, but like not as uh, good as I kind of thought he'd be. He had to be like good. he had to, he, he had, had to be, be good. good. I think he's. Also, the big loser night because what you're saying is he had to do well. Mm-hmm. He yeah. is kind of slipping. Yeah, no, I think he did better than I expected. Like I said, but uh, you know, he had some fumbles there too, and you know, he gives that awkward, just weird. No, but it was a smile. <laughs> you know, no, it's, try that exactly. Again. I know. Try it's, it again, though. He was smiling. He was kind of like, <laughs> and then now I'm frustrated. I'm really concerned. It's like yeah. now you're just Marco Rubio. Right. Yeah. No, it, it was it was pretty weird what he was doing there, and. You know, he he's trying to be robotic in a way, and also he, he was avoiding the question. He wasn't even answering the question in a lot of cases when they were talking about January 6th, when they were talking about Ukraine. You know, he was telling us what we wanted to hear by not getting specific. And if he's not willing to really get into the details, uh, that, that means that he's probably not on our side. Nikki Haley, last one. Nikki Haley, what are we thinking? 
Neocon Nikki. Yeah. Neocon Nikki. Again. She obviously, she was yelling at him, you know, I, I guess just because her husband's in the military, that means that she thinks that she can start wars. That means that she thinks that our country can go and die for Ukraine. Hell no. And, you know, the same thing with a lot of these uh, rhinos that were up there. They were all spreading this misinformation. They were all trying to, you know, uh, paint Russia in a certain light. And I'm not necessarily pro-Russia or anything. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, the whole situation between Ukraine and Russia is more complex than just saying that we need to stand by our NATO allies. NATO is, you know, it's a basically corrupt group that uh, takes advantage of the United States that I think that we need to seriously look at whether or not we need to get out. All right. I want to hear your guys' response in the comment section here. Last question of the night. Highlight the best part of the debate. Tell me the the highlight of the debate. What do you think? Ooh, do we all get to do this? Yes. Go ahead. Yeah, what do hear. you think, Dawson? So Dawson, Mr. Deep State, is not really political, so let's hear what mm-hmm. you think. So my favorite parts of the entire presidential election is the debates. And I think that the best part of this one, there were some good ones. There were some really funny ones. That DeSantis, like, blank stare into the camera. <laughs> like, <laughs> That was pretty funny. But mm-hmm. I think that the part where Vivek started getting like all of the applause nearish the beginning, I can't remember when that was. I can't mm-hmm. remember what he was talking about. But he, like, and I know that it's just politicians being a politician, but he showed off the I'm excited to do stuff for this country. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what he's talking about, but he seemed to be passionate about I, it. I think well. the I think the moment you're talking about is when they're talking about foreign policy. I think so. And yeah. like they all everybody on stage turned against Vivek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were all coming at him. They're all ye- like literally yelling at him. Yeah. And he was he was handling it cool. Mm-hmm. He was getting applause from the audience. It was great. Yeah. Oh, but no, the I, audience was I like definitely divided on Ukraine, and that's yeah. the thing that bothers me about yeah. the Republican Party. Is well, that that, that's the problem. The audience was like RNC invited people. It was either right. RNC delegates, RNC committeemen, RNC committee women. But yet or, you still got a lot of people supporting Trump, which right, is impressive, well, right? You know, I guess so, because yeah. I, I figured that audience was going to be 100% anti-Trump. Right. And, you know, a lot of the campaigns, they were all getting their own specific people in there as well. So, you know, I, I'm, it, it's good to see that, you know, Trump still has uh, some solid footing even among the establishment. According to the Drudge uh, poll, Ramaswamy wins 31%. Next up, Christie, 21%. Next up, Haley, 19% next up, up DeSantis, 17%. Everyone else is just a bottom Christy tier. Christie is in second place. What's that? Christie is in second place. Well, I could understand that dynamic because uh That's Christy, where the rhinos are voting. Yeah, Chris, so mm. Drudge has moved far more to the establishment moderate middle. It's just weird. Um, and that's what Christie's playing. He's playing that role. So that's what he's getting there. Mm-hmm. What's beautiful and, you know, crazy, I still follow Drudge is that there are a lot of people like me they're like i want someone new i want the fresh new blood yeah if i was a rhino and i saw that debate and i thought well i gotta decide <laughs> between nikki haley mike pence and chris christie you'd probably go with chris christie if you're a rhino you know or tim scott you'd probably look at the four of them and you'd be like well i guess chris christie's right. gonna fight the hardest so it makes sense for why the establishment type rhinos would choose him well and haley's right behind them just two percent lower so that makes sense they're conflict on that yeah let's go okay so highlight of the night there william tell us what you thought was the best part of the debate i already did the uh vivac foreign policy did you really say that and i've just literally 
blocked out of my Or maybe mind. I was saying in response to you're, Dawson. You're that, was my, that was my that was my highlight. That was your highlight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, you made me think the beer's getting to me. Yeah. By I, the way, that's the highlight of the night, the Howenstein beer. I honestly yeah. I know Tucker, you're Tucker. right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And non woke, I'm hoping they're non woke because I've gone to PBR. Mm-hmm. Uh, highlight also, of the night for you, Jesse? I'd say when uh Vivek was making fun of Ron DeSantis and he said that, you know, he licked his uh, finger and said that Ron DeSantis was just testing the political winds. I think that's exactly what oh, it was. That's and what he was I, th- doing? I think that Ron. I, I think. V- that? What's that? Uh, Dawson. Dawson didn't Sorry, so I, I said that's what he was doing. I had no idea what happened when he put his finger in his mouth and yeah. did this. I was like, I was weirded out. But it was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, for me, I think that was exactly, you know, I, I think Vivek was playing it cool there and. Uh, that, that was a moment where at least he was uh, pushing himself against DeSantis, which uh, was a thing he had to distinguish himself from. And the fact that he said that everybody else on this stage is sold out by special interests and I'm not, that was a big thing for Vivek, mm-hmm. too. That was a good one, too. I would say yeah. Vivek smiled a little too much on those attacks, so it just seems like it's like, ah, I'm not really passionate about that. So mm-hmm. if you're going to sling those kind of comments, don't come into it with a big smile on your face. He wasn't quite Trump. Trump Trump no. just dominated those debates where he was like, no, I'm serious about this. I'm going to smile. You guys are all bought and paid for. I'm the one guy self-funding. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think Vivek on on uh, Ukraine. That's probably my highlight of the yeah. night. Can I send – Dawson, can I send you a graphic real quick about the debate? Because I think you guys will find this interesting. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, I just, so for it's your it. show. You tell us what to do. I just, I just sent it to, the, to your email. <laughs> Thanks, sir. You've never made that joke before, Jake. That's really funny. (laughs) Well, I'm just harnessing my inner Chris Christie and uh, recycling things. (laughs) You you know what? One thing I thought Vivek might do, but he never did there. I can't believe that nobody, and I thought Vivek might, but he didn't. I thought, when when is anybody going to call out that Perry Johnson and Larry Elder were excluded? You know, Vivek kind of stole Larry Elder's talking points on that when he was talking about fatherlessness, when he was talking about, you know, two parents in the household, Everything that he was talking about there, that's Larry Elder's shtick. That's you not Larry. Well, come on. He doesn't own that. It's not no, like No, he doesn't that. own it, but, you Penn. know, that's what, what Larry Elder is more famous for time. Than... Well, yeah, that was interesting. Pence was trying to be assertive, which is hilarious. I'm surprised that he okay, got the most speaking, speaking time. time. No, I'm not surprised sense. by it. It did seem like that. But that yeah. was because he was really trying to be assertive for the first time and in his DeSantis life. And DeSantis, in comparison, is so low. That's the problem mm-hmm. with DeSantis. Yeah. Now, I thought Fox News was kind of giving a little to Ramaswamy. I thought they... I know. I, I was surprised that Fox was giving him so much time. In Hutchinson, uh, no one's begging for more time there. Yeah. So. That's just embarrassing for Scott. Like, he should Do we be. think anybody's going to drop out now? Do we think anybody, no, any of these candidates are going to drop out? Yeah, they all have their goals here, but obviously Hutchinson showed why he's not a serious contender. Yeah. Burgum, I think... Be, if Burgum trends at all, they're all going to expose him. They're going to—he's going to be easy to expose. Yeah. Uh, Scott's going to die. Haley's going to—I'm sorry—going to die in the ratings. Sorry. Yeah. Didn't mean to say that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Careful. Scott—he's going to die. Gonna and die. Then, uh... It's all gone. No, no chance. By the way, here's another thing. Nothing about COVID tonight. Now I'm just going to say this. Besides yeah. DeSantis, he was the only. Yes, one I get it. But I'm saying it. no questions from Fox News. Now, yeah. granted, yes. I guess we're just taking these conspiracy theories that COVID's reemerging. Although, if you go to actionforliberty.com, go to actionforliberty.com, we talk about mass mandates coming back in, in health clinics here in Minnesota. Yep. We're going to be also posting something very interesting tomorrow on COVID. But I'll tell you this. 
you would say, Jake, well, geez, why would they just take that conspiracy theory? That's just Alex Jones talking. You're talking about UFOs. You had a damn question on UFOs. Why don't yeah. you talk about the thing going around the circles of the base right now? Mass mandates coming back. COVID lockdowns, boosters. Mm-hmm. That would have been a great question. I also would have loved yeah, it. Chris, Chris, how many looked- people on stage got the booster? That would have been a great question. That would have been fun to see how yeah. that one went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no, Chris Christie, he he loved, uh, you know, oh, I'm going to act cute. I'm going to pretend, oh, I don't want to talk about aliens. You know, you know, he was just doing that because he was trying to win the crowd over. Oh, make me laugh, you know, make them laugh. Just make them think, oh, aliens is such a crazy topic. I'd rather talk about real things, you know. But of course, it's like, you know, what Fox News asked there was good. Will you level with the American people of what the government knows? But, you know, of course, Chris Christie gave a non-answer, you know. If anybody's going to expose the aliens, it's not going to be Chris Christie. I'll call it right here. I mean, you could make an argument that Trump uh, really wouldn't do any of that either if he were reelected because he didn't do it the first time. He wouldn't release the he, JFK He's files. gone further than other people. And, you know, your, your guy's DeSantis, you know, so I, I don't even need to talk <laughs> about right, that. I'm I mean, a Perry Johnson you know, hat. I don't know what you're talking about. Where was Perry Johnson <laughs> well, tonight? Why didn't Perry Johnson show up? He was in Milwaukee. <laughs> Must have gotten lost on the way there. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he should play basketball. <laughs> yeah. You get some sympathy. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. We better uh, shut this down here. 10 I can't believe it. Uh, we got a busy day tomorrow. State I'm going to see you guys at the State Fair go, tomorrow. Yeah, go to actionforlabor.com. Uh, get your T-shirt tomorrow at the State Fair. This is a dump Biden T-shirt. We mm-hmm. got fans. Dump Biden fans. They came in handy tonight because our AC Keep went cool. off tonight. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, we're at... The state fair, uh, fair gates open. I don't even know when the fair gates open, right? We'll be there right at 8 o'clock. We get there early, but I think you got to get there. The booth will be open sometime at 8 o'clock hour. We're early. We're early yep. there. Shut down late. You'll see William mostly in the morning. Bridget will be there, too, uh, on Friday and some other days. Jesse usually shutting it down at night. Uh, we'll be live broadcasting from the state fair. We're right across from the food building, and we have this big shady tree right next to us. Nice. So if you need to cool mm-hmm. down, grab a fan, come on over. It's going to be great. A lot of people say the best shade. A really good shade over there. <laughs> yep. Double shade. <laughs> We're in between some trees. Okay. So. I Double sleep shade. at the gates. 7 a.m. they open. We won't have it open at 7 a.m. Come find her, but you can't miss her booth, honestly. By the way, by the way, Tim Wall's booth not there. Two chicken shit. Yep. Election's over. He doesn't need to talk to the people. No one came to his booth last year. Our booth mm-hmm. is really popular. Did we see really the, there's a Dean Phillips booth this year? I mean, yeah. you know, we should go to interview him. There you go. I know. Just yeah. Yeah. Should, street. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Uh, I'd ask him some questions. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, we should do that. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for the Rumble Rants. We appreciate that. We did have some drinking rules tonight. That was awesome. Uh, Tucker, the Howenstein. Howenstein. It's Howenstein. Very Beer. Good. Very good. Um, Jameson, by the way, we didn't open that up from a great supporter <laughs> what, what of the show. One of these comments is throwing me off. It's Damn Nog that says, Mike Pence mows his wife's lawn. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Who, who even knows? I feel like it's an end to end. There's no, there's no barrier. I, I think there's got to be some, but I'm missing it. There's no barrier to entry on comment section here. Because <laughs> obviously, look, you got Brad Ganser on the comment section too. Uh, Jameson, thank you for the sponsorship. Craig, uh, supporting that. We didn't even open that. Uh, Willits Bourbon. We're not sponsored uh, for legal reasons. What's that? For legal reasons, we're not sponsored by anybody. We're not sponsored. Yeah, it's true. But we are sponsored by the Dump Buying T-shirts. You can pick one up. $25 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What a steal. I know what you're saying. $25. Gee, with this inflation. <laughs> you can afford it. It's going to do a good cause. We will see you tomorrow live at 1 o'clock here. Or if you're at the fair, come anytime starting after 8 a.m. 
Take care and God bless.